1069, also online at WRQK.com. If you missed yesterday's show, I had a ton of fun in here yesterday. I don't know if it was any good, but I, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't. I, but I, I can tell you I had a ton of fun in here yesterday. I enjoyed myself, and it flew by. Normally, that leads to a pretty good program. I did have some podcasting issues that happened yesterday. I had taken off, went to lunch or whatever, and it was always my plan to come back because I had a meeting with the salesperson after. And I was at lunch, and the kind of you know the phone's going off Twitter. It's like, yo, man, where's the show? This is like my routine. I download it, and then I listen to it on my lunch break at work. Like, what the right. hell, man? I was like, all right, man, I'm sorry. I'm on my way back or whatever. And so there were a few issues, and uh, so I, I did actually you know take a listen to a couple of things um, from yesterday. And dude, we did. We had we had a ton of fun in here yesterday, fans. It was a good time. All right. Well, I uh, I'll have to go back and listen to the podcast, dude. I don't remember what happened. All right. If I I don't know. No. Yeah. I know. You never do. Like if, <laughs> as soon as the show's over, Phantom like checks what? out. It's what? like honestly, it's like you have been really, like struck with that Men in Black stick where your like mind has just been like wiped <laughs> completely out, dude. We dude, there's a huge day for you on the program. Okay. At seven thirty, dude. Apparently, the WWE and one of the big Biggest social networking sites in the world are coming together to deliver fresh new entertainment. We're going to get into that at 730. I, dude, I can't wait to get your take on that. I, I know our company says they do, but WWE truly owns social media when it comes to, like, you can compare them to NFL, NBA, any other, like, sporting, you know, group in the world. And WWE, when it comes to Facebook fans, Twitter followers, they were early on it. They really were. They pushed things, like, and they knew that, like, hey, this is how we can set ourselves apart. I got to be honest, as a guy who doesn't really love the WWE, but grew up on it like everybody else. So right. I, you say I do it. I, I got to be honest with you. Vince McMahon is a guy that I would love to spend like an hour talking to. Maybe not necessarily even on the radio, just because it's like he, for a brand I don't really like, I know enough about it. Right. I hear enough about it. And so it's like he obviously surrounds himself with people who are on the cusp of the next thing, know how to continue to make the brand relevant and keep people in, involved in it. And there's an art form in that. So oh, as yeah, much as people is. like, you know, I mean, Vince is this, Vince is that. I mean, he's obviously a pretty bright dude, gets what he's doing, understands his audience. What do I say about Kid Rock? Same thing. Understands his audience. I mean, he took he took pro wrestling and turned that into his wife being a cabinet member of the president. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know a bigger. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, when, when you can do that, that's that's pretty decent right there. I, I, yeah, I don't know a bigger nod than that one. So if I were you, though, yeah. I would avoid social media before you know for for well, pretty much the rest of the day because right. dude, there's going to be something that happens today that that makes you and I know you makes you furious. Okay, and. We have the information that Canton City and Maslin have already closed schools. All right. right? So your kids don't have school today, right? School slow days, blah. Right. <laughs> and you're going to freak out and it's going to be in my day. And you're going to, for some reason, you are going to turn into your and my father. And I'm not talking to Fantone now. I'm talking to you guys where you're going to start telling, walk to school uphill both, both ways. ways. You're, you're now going to turn into our dads. And kind of give us this woe is me. It was harder when I was a kid thing and all this. And I'm and I'm gonna prove to you that in the end, I think you're gonna we're all gonna be wrong about it. Because I think what the fix for this will be, Fantone, is that this is obviously going to lead to every kid in class gets an iPad, teacher has an iPad, school takes place even when you're at home. We just do it over the internet. Okay. And then and then people are gonna freak out. Soft kids can't even go to the bill. It's like, guys, you can get a college degree in your underwear in this country. I yeah. don't know why you don't think you can pass seventh grade <laughs> yeah. math doing it that way. Right? 
One hundred percent correct. Yes, I mean <laughs> it's it, it's not like that. It's not like that's a new thought either. Like it's online school has been a thing for 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 a decade plus at this point. Be a phoenix. So yeah. So at this point, I mean, why would why wouldn't you just be you know? And I guess you can make the argument that does every have student have access to Wi Fi and all these different things? But like at the end of the day, I mean, you're not losing that day of school. You know what I mean? And like that's something that I'm sure Canton City Schools right now is like son of a bitch. These kids are going to lose a day of school. They're going to lose you know. A, a, day of learning no I totally would sign up for that yeah I um you know I, I would have to I remember it was like if I could say something wasn't it, wasn't it last year where there was that story locally where they were going to give kids iPads remember you and I everybody oh, yeah. was freaking out because oh my god the money and this and that and they're not going to respect them and then and you know you and I kept saying if you don't break embrace this stuff and start to teach kids the way they need to be taught for the world they're going to be in they're going to be behind. drastically behind and we don't want that I like how people are going to say too, like, ah, oh, you know, these soft ass kids nowadays. I had it tougher back in the day, and it's going to be like, well, why would you want to go back to that? If you're saying like it was worse back then, <laughs> if you're saying that times were tougher, then like, why? Why? Would you're we- my kid, and I want you to be <laughs> miserable for your own goddamn good. <laughs> Suffer like me, I guess. Uh, okay. There is a little bit of that, okay. and honestly, it's harder now. When you got a snow day back in the day, you maybe got less of them, but, but you didn't have to do school. Like some of these schools are. I, I guarantee you, there are places in this country where that already happens. Yeah, and, and as, a, as an 11-year-old back in the day, you didn't have to worry about like your friends overdosing on heroin, so I don't know. Kids <laughs> today, they have a weird new world to live in, and they've got to deal with that. What so a like, weird thing to have to laugh right? at, but yeah, you're right. right? You're so, right. No, I mean, it is true. It's like every generation does it. It's the good old days. It was better then, and this and that, and I, I don't know. Were there ever the good old days? No, like, I'm not, I don't think no. there was. No, dude. I mean, it, polio sucked. It was year. It was like year 33, and some old dude was like, ah, you know what? Back in my day, and it's like, dude, we've been saying that since the beginning of time. I so mean, no. dude, even in Jesus' times, they cut your hands off for stealing. Right, right. Like, at least now, dude, you're on probation. And, you know what and, I mean? Ankle monitors. You can still smoke ports on your porch. And you didn't have antibiotics, so no, dude, I'll live today. I'm happy with where I am today. Did you work at the Christmas bar last I did time? not work at the Christmas bar last night. Oh, I you had the charge at game. the Canton Charge game, yeah. dude. Uh, shout out to everybody who braved the uh, the conditions last night and made it out to the Canton Civic Center. Um, I, uh, I, I, I I will say that you guys are the best fans in the NBA G League for a reason, and thank you guys for being oh, there. Man. Charge pulled off a huge victory last night, man, playing the Grand Rapids Drive, and uh, they, they were just raining three-pointers, dude. I think it was something like 18 threes by the time Jeez. it was all said and done, and uh, it was just a fun night, man. It was just a fun night of basketball. It was a good time until I ended up dropping my phone in the snow as I was leaving. Stop. <laughs> and then it's like, dude, so I have no phone. Like, it's 100% dead. It's got this. This, like, w- this was last night? Yeah, yeah. It's got some weird screen that popped up on it. And it's uh, like, and dude. It, I, dude, Verizon Wireless, I'm coming to give you money later today. Let me tell you a mistake you made. What is that? Is telling people that story. Okay. Now, let me tell you why. <laughs> All right. Because you are you will still be linked to your social media stuff yeah. because you have a computer here, right? Yeah. So now every amateur phone repair dude is going oh, here, here's what you do. Here it is. Here's what you do. It's rice. You put it in that. No, the hair dryer. No, you do that. No, you throw it back in the snow. Then, you know, you do this. And then it's going to be, dude, I work at the kiosk in the mall. Bring it to me. Give me 50 bucks. Dude, your, dude, your inboxes are going to about to go off. I um, I, I, I guess I kind of need it because at this point, I mean, I've got a dead phone and, uh, you know, today's just a crappy day for that. Like, I kind of thought that. I was like, well, dude, if it was any other day, but if I end up in a ditch on the way home, I'm going to oh. be sitting there like, son of a bitch. 
buddy. My phone was kind of dying beforehand, so I needed this to happen anyway. So this was just kind of the push into it. But nonetheless, dude, I don't want to go. I don't want to go give Verizon more money. No, that's you know always sucks. Saying? Unless I'm getting paid to say, hey, it's fans only here for Verizon. I don't want to give them any more money. Here's the thing. I feel bad right there. <laughs> Why's that? Because I should have laughed at the funniest thing you were going to say all day. <laughs> I should have I should have laughed at that. I started my day off today, Fantone. I'm yeah. in a pretty good mood, and right. here's why: I did something for somebody else before I did anything for myself today. Okay, all a right. Little, I, yeah. Kindness act, though. little ra- random act of kindness. All right, I started that. So, I, dude, five thirty in the morning. There I am doing something nice for Lord's somebody work. else before me. Right? <laughs> okay. And I'm worried now that it's going to make other people hate me. And I'll give you that story next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansberry and his boy wonder Matt Fantone. At last, two heroes. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. We'll get rock tickets for you. 830. We'll pass those out. That show's February up at the queue. We're hearing now it's Perry, Canton City, and Maslin all closed today. All right. So get ready for, you know, the angry onslaught of these sissy kids. I, um... It's going to happen. I don't necessarily agree with these sissy kids, but I will say that's got to be such an inconvenience for parents. You know what I mean? Like, you've still got to go to work. Like, what are you doing with your kids? Yeah, that's, um... that is it is a weird thing that yeah. had, that happens with that because it's it's an in the moment decision. It's not like yeah, right. put that one off to tomorrow, figure it out. You know what I mean? Like you could be like a days ago with a lot of decisions, not that one. At least with like Christmas break, you know that's coming up. You know you got to figure that out. Summer break, you know for three months you got to get your kids some sort of like supervision. But on a day like today where they decide at six o'clock in the morning, like hey, no school today. It's like well, what the hell am I supposed to do with my kids? I don't trust yeah. them at home alone, right? I mean, like dude. They're terrible. House is going to be on fire. Little brother's going to be shoved in the dryer. Like, come on now. Oh, yeah. I mean, the experiments that went on on on, on snow days with your friends who live close. And that was before, like, hey, light the light yourself on fire challenge. Let's do that while mom's at work. Yeah. I Honestly, if you're a parent and your kids are at home alone, I mean, God, the fear that has to be in your head all day. Right. Just with a medicine cabinet full of full of opioids and and, and, and the internet full of pornography. They're just going to be sitting oh around God. popping pills and masturbating. It's going to be terrible. Jeez. Oh, my God. How bad do I want an epic snow day, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Can work clothes, man. So I started my day out today. Yeah. Doing a random act of kindness. Now, okay. I, I want to say from, from from the onset of this conversation, this is not this great big feat in this awesome thing that I did. Okay. okay? So this is not a Pat Stansberry on the back moment Well, here. I mean, it wouldn't be the worst idea <laughs> okay. to give me a little All boost. Right. You know what I mean, right. a little, little boost. Right. Yeah, I can't get something out of it. No, no, no. But this isn't like one of those where I'm like motivating you to like, you know, be better to your fellow man. All That's right. not what's happening here. I just did a very common, rational, like, All right, you know, I, I, I bet she would appreciate that thing, right? So I live in an apartment complex, and I don't have that many neighbors. To my knowledge, there's only three of us that live in the building, and I'm the only man All right. that I know of Okay, like th- that I think lives there full time, right? And <clears throat> so the woman that lives across the hall from me, a little older. I'm not going to call her an old lady, but she's older than I am. All right. All right? And I'm just guessing that 
I can sometimes be an annoying person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I, and so, like, I'm just guessing, like, I could be a hard person to have, like, in or near your life. Now, Stansberry, uh, you know, on the show is not necessarily the Stansberry of real life. He's much more reserved in real life. He's not, it, it, but at the same time. You're you when you do this. It's a character of you. Yeah, it's a blown up version. But at the same time, you still are who you are. Therefore, right. I know living next door to you could could come with its challenge. I <laughs> It could. <laughs> dude, I it like could. dude, thanks for thanks for challenges. I like that one. <laughs> but I can and so like I got some bad habits. Like I, I like you know, they call it ADD now. I maybe that's what I have. I don't know. I'm a pacer. I walk constantly. And so unless I'm playing video games, like if something like if I'm just at home, it's not normally it's like streaming music, walking around, thinking what's tomorrow, laying out my arguments. All right, like I want to say this. Fantone's an ultra liberal. He's gonna annoy me by saying this, and then I'll say this. And like I kind of work stuff out that way, right? And like all that. So like I'm I just I, I bet I'm loud in my apartment. So every once in a while I try to combat that by being a decent dude. Smells loud in your apartment too. And that's what Roscoe Dash would say. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Roscoe would say. Google it. Um so every once in a while I try to like combat that and and, and do the right thing. Right. So the neighbor, like I said, lives across the hall from me. Older lady. I don't want to call her an old lady, older lady. All right. So I realized, all right, it snowed a ton last night. It so did. I wake up a little early, and I go outside, and I before I brush my car off, I do hers. Okay. Right? Then I brush my car off. I get my car. I'm like, all right, let's go to work. Now, selfishly, it was a little bit like, well, I'll just start my car, let it warm up a little bit so I'm not freezing anyway. You know, do that if I'm going to be cold anyway. Let me do this thing. And so, like, I brushed her car off, right? And... Here I am thinking, like, dude, I'm a good dude. I'm a good person. Look at me. It is. It's a very nice thing. I mean, everybody knows how inconvenient that is. You're coming out to your car. It's it's, it's early and it's you, not you like deal with Oprah, it. like you get a hundred bucks. You, you know what I mean? But no. it's like it's a decent enough surprise to walk out to the parking lot and see. That's what I was gonna say. What a pleasant surprise when you are like, all right, I got to get out there early. I got to bundle up. I got to do all this stuff. And you get you're out there, and all of a sudden you don't and, have to do it. And, and like, dude, that'd be a great surprise. And dude, I did it. It wasn't like I just like was like, oh, no, dude. I was lifting, wipe. I mean, dude, I put a day in. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I legitimately, like, clean this car off. Well, and honestly, you know, most people do need to do a better job of thoroughly cleaning your car off. Mm. Just because you can see a little bit out the front window doesn't you know you can mean, get a like, ticket for that, right? Oh, I'm going to go out there and start driving on 77. Like, you know no. you can get a ticket for that, right? You should. Absolutely. You, you should. get a ticket for texting and driving, not being able to see because of, like, you know, the tundra on top of your car? Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, is just because, like, all right, so you got to get have, the top. Even if you have your front window, you got to get the top. You got to get the sides. You got to get all that snow off your car. Yeah, so, like, I put a day in. Like, okay. I, like I was really doing Doing the thing here, right? Now, do you have one of those nice big, big snow brushes or what I do you have, use? What's I, have your story? A, I have a long snow brush. It's got a nice like padded handle, the whole thing. Okay. Plus, I also got long ape arms, so like I can reach like across the side of the, you know, both sides of the car standing on one side of it. Okay, that's good stuff right there. You know what I mean? I got a wingspan on me. All right. You know? And so like here I am thinking, like, dude, I did the right thing. I'm good, right? Like maybe I'm gonna go to heaven now. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Dude, screw all the other stuff. It's all, yeah, it's, all, it's, all, it's all fixed here. But if you listen to the show, you know I'm a crazy person. I'm neurotic. I'm a little insane. And so then I pull out of the parking lot, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. My upstairs neighbor has got two cars. She's going to come out in the parking lot, and she's going to be like, that 
dick. What a dick. That dick. So he let me get this me. straight. He <laughs> right, exactly. Right. So now like I'm worried, like this, the, one of my neighbors is gonna be like, give me the thumbs up, right. and the other one's gonna be like, dude, I hate you. And here's the thing. I dude, of course, I'm Stansbury, so I screwed it up. And I like the person that lives above me is the per that's my landlord. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, like, I didn't do that. I didn't do her cars. I did the person who lives just across the hall from me. Now, is is there an argument to be made of like, well, the reason I did the person across the hall from me, she's a little old lady, therefore she's not going to be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? Again, man, you can't call her a little old lady. Okay, like, she's so, still in the workforce. All right, so it's not. She's it, just older than me. It's not 89 year old no, out there. Okay. No, 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 no. I bet my, I bet the li- woman that lives across the hall from me is 55. Maybe. Okay, maybe. All right. Um, I bet you. I'll, I'll take the under. So. I, I guess, I mean, why didn't you do If there's only four cars out there, like, why, why didn't four you do Four of them. It? Well, that's just it. Like, the lady that lives above <laughs> me, I never know which car she's going to use that day. So there was part of me that was like, wow, I don't know. I can't be wasting my time wiping right, all these cars down. And then there was, someone, there was part of me that was like, eh, well, maybe, you know, I don't know how much it's supposed to snow later. So there was a little bit of me as I'm driving to work today, selfishly, screw the rest of you, right? Your lives. <laughs> I was like, man, I hope it snows so much nobody can tell I did this thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking on my way to work. Like this good deed I did is going to be a race now because of my neurosis about like not doing everybody's car. So tomorrow, everybody on Sixth Street just get their car wiped <laughs> completely, completely down. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. You guys, hang on. The Stansberry Show, Kenton's Rock Station, Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show, Rock 1069. It's actually Phantom that needs the new smartphone now. Apparently, yeah. dude, you dropped yours in the snow last night. Yeah. That sucks, it dude. It does suck, that dude. That sucks. My phone was kind of running uh, a little janky anyway, so I, uh, I'm i glad that it happened because this is just pushing me into a new phone, which I needed to get. But still, dude, I uh, I just feel like, and it's honestly, it's been under 12 hours, but I just feel like disconnected from the world. I'm just like, well, what am I going to do if I don't have my phone with me all the time? Yeah, that's almost, it's, that sucks, that feeling because then, then you start thinking like why do i feel like this i don't want to feel like this i should be able to be away from this thing and because at the end of the day i mean i still have access to everything i mean uh, like, yeah you got computers and stuff at home you got you know right? laptops and, or you know tablets and stuff right? right so it's like i can still access the internet i can still reach out to anybody it's not like i'm disconnected it's not like it's like wow well, boy pfft. You know, he's just, you know, he's out there at Walden Pond by himself. Like, no, <laughs> I still have everything, but I don't have the supercomputer in my pocket, and I feel uh, feel a little cut off right now. Perry, Canton, and Maslin schools closed. All right. Just as a heads up there, uh, we have pretty much all the updates on that at WRQK.com. We've been waiting, or a lot, at least a lot of people in the country have, for, like, the next, like, I wonder who the next dude, famous guy that's going to be taken down by these sexual allegations will be, right? Right. And we now know. Okay. And he didn't get caught. This guy's laying on the sword. Came okay. out and said, look, before somebody comes and finds me out, I'm going to get ahead of it. I want to be. I, I want to put myself out in front of it. And now I'm very interested in this because I want to see if this changes the reaction of the, of the human public. Now, what will weigh into that also is what you did versus what the other people did. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? That right. that will definitely change it too. But I'm interested to see the reaction of 
hey, I'm coming to you saying, look, I got to get this off my chest. I don't want to be found out. I, I I would rather just do it this way. I've been waiting for this moment. I, I Since this all kind of started happening, I knew there was going to be somebody who decided to be proactive about it. And whoever it is, I mean, and I don't know the details here, but like there's got to be at least a little bit of a pat on the back, a little bit of like, I don't want to say thank you for, for, for accountability here, but like the fact that he's going to do this, there's something a little bit to be celebrated here. I would agree. And I'm not shocked by this being the guy at all. Now, he's not okay. necessarily somebody I would have thought that would have been guilty of things, but he is. he does strike me as somebody who would want to do the right thing if he felt like he had been wrong. Okay. Okay? Okay. And that's Morgan Spurlock. And if you don't remember, Morgan Spurlock was the director of Super Size Me, like that oh, yeah. movie about McDonald's where he ate McDonald's every day, you know, every meal for 30 days or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then he had that show that ran, I, it was like 30 days, I forget the exact name of it, but whatever it was, like he immersed himself into something for 30 days. Yeah. He had that show, right? <clears throat> so I guess he did like this coming out party for this via Twitter. Also, listen to this, Fantone. He sold his sequel, which is called Holy Chicken, to YouTube Red for $3.5 million. I guess that's like a service you could pay YouTube to watch, like yeah. original content and the like. And I'm guessing that's all about like how chicken's not as healthy as people wanted. You know, that's like the first thing people start to eat when they go on a diet. Right. It's like chicken and broccoli. Right. I'm willing to bet that's what he's doing. I'd actually like to see that. But he says here, I've seen man after man fall at the realization of their past indiscretions. I don't sit by and wonder who will be next. I wonder when are they coming for me? I and I, I've thought that too. That there's plenty of guilty dudes right now, knowing that they did something, oh, yeah. knowing that this this is going to drop. Yeah, it, it's, it's it's inevitable. He says, "I'm sure I'm not alone in this thought, but I cannot blindly act as though I did not somehow play a part in this. And if I'm going to truly represent myself as somebody who has built a career on finding the truth, then it's time for me to be as truthful as well. Wow, I am part of the problem. Wow. So then he lays out some of the things that he has done. He says a sexual encounter in college that ended with his female partner claiming rape. <clears throat> now, he doesn't give you the details. He just says this is that happened. Okay. Okay. Says then I also called a former female employee hot pants and sex pants in the office. And then I ended up paying her a settlement when she quit. Okay. Okay. Having been unfaithful to every wife and girlfriend I have ever had. Now, again, that's not necessarily criminal. That's just, dude, that's bad husband territory. That's Tiger Woods territory, not necessarily, you know, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, but I think if he's getting to the bigger point of, like, being disrespectful to women, that definitely yes, shows. Absolutely. Know. Yeah, I've, that's what I've always said about Bill Clinton. And then he says here that he started drinking at the age 13 and has not been sober for more than a week in 30 years wow dude that's nuts wow. that's nuts yeah that is i mean that 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 really is like. so you gotta realize here that alcohol obviously played a part in at least what morgan spurlock had been doing yeah and i'm <clears throat> sure i'm sure that you know addiction issues play into this you know and and many of these cases doesn't necessarily absolve you of guilt here he says here you know or they say here usa today is where i got this you know, but these, this was, you know, through his Twitter. It's been verified. Okay. And, you know, people are saying, well, we don't know what his motive is. It's unclear. Is he legitimately trying to, you know, take responsibility or what's here? And I, my guess is, 
and I don't know, maybe this is me being a little bit of a pessimist. My guess is maybe there's news circulating around his camp that something may be getting ready to drop, and so you get out in front of it. I don't know. We don't know that. And like I said, maybe that's just me being negative because welcome to my gig. Like, Well, and I mean, there's a little bit of like, well, why else would you do it unless you truly did feel that remorse and guilt It's an interesting it, thought process, you know? but you're right. But, that is but, how people think. But there's also a little bit of like, well, dude, you're only doing this so you don't get caught. You know what I mean? Like you're so, you know, that's that's what it is. So it do could you, be either way. Do you there. think people will open their arms to this? Um, now, look, now here's why I think maybe yes. Okay, again, like I said, the infractions will definitely play its role in this. And I'm not sure that calling an employee hot pants and sex pants, even though it's not great, right. and I wouldn't do it, I wouldn't advise it. This is not taking your genitals out. This isn't Charlie Rose getting naked chasing you around the office. It's inappropriate, yes. I, I, I don't know if it's necessarily, you know what I mean? Well, I know it's not rape. It's not that. So like right. that's going to play its role in that, too. I'll be interested to find this out. All right. I don't want to make light of this okay. at all because I don't think it's something necessarily to joke about. But I had a little bit of this happen to me yesterday in the building. Okay. So I came back here yesterday afternoon for a meeting. I had to meet with one of the salespeople. And so I was just in like the sales bullpen. Like We didn't like go into the, like, the conference room or anything. We are just kind of having it out in the open. Right. And so like I'm sitting at an empty cubicle that sits in between two other cubicles with two salespeople were. We're kind of like all talking about like this Facebook live thing I got to do for one of my clients. What's up, Wake? I'm happy to have you guys on board. Right. And I'm going to be doing a couple of things for them. Right. And so we were talking about the details of that. And then next thing I know, another employee in the building comes up behind me, just stands there. And just starts rubbing my back for like three minutes during this conversation. Like it wasn't like, hey, good to see you, Pat on the back, walking through. Hey, right, what are you doing here this right, late in the afternoon? Right. It was, I'm hovering here. This was like extended. This wasn't yeah. just like. It was a little bit. And there was part of me that I was like, I was like kind of gripping like the, like, you know, the desk of the, of the cubicle. Jeez. And I was like. God, ladies, this is awful. Right, right. Dude, I'm so sorry. This is what you deal with every single day? God, I am so, so sorry for you. So a guy got arrested, I guess near Youngstown is where this happened. And everybody thought it was me because of the circumstances of the story. (laughs) So many people hit me up and was like, dude, was this you? And I'll give you that story next on Rock 106.9. Good morning. The Stansberry Show. Or the God of your choosing. Best morning ever. Kent's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We have Kid Rock tickets. 830 is when you'll get them. 1-800-243-7625. The number you'll need on those. Miss anything from yesterday's show? Pick it up at WRQK.com. Those those Kid Rock tickets, dude. I, uh... Maybe I'll I'll get myself a pair of American Badass up there in Cleveland doing his thing. He's an entertaining show, for oh, sure. Dude, no doubt he is. Like, I sincerely mean that. Like, the guy's awesome live. Yeah, he's a really good live performer. He really is. This is a weird story coming out of Austintown, where a Youngstown State University student has been caught and arrested after allegedly attempted to have sex with a 15-year-old boy. Jeez. Yikes, that part's not great. No, that's a terrible part. Well, I mean, I guess unless you're, you know, the, you know, running for Senate down in Alabama, then it's like, well, it's not that bad. Well, no, but then it's gay, so yeah, it is that bad. That, Sorry. Yeah, the, you know, those, Sorry about that. That would be, yeah, people asked me all day yesterday, were you surprised you rode the horse uh, to the polling center? I was like, no, dude, I was surprised you didn't ride the 14 year old there. Um, so, they, so this dude, Youngstown State uh, University student, arrested, trying to have sex with a 15 year old boy. Turns out, good news, that 15 year old boy ended up being an undercover officer. So this kid's 22. 
charged with attempted unlawful sexual contact with a minor. Um, he was passing out material harmful to you know juveniles. He sent nude photos of himself, you right. know, possessing criminal tools and all that stuff, right? So they say he started chatting through an online dating app, and he didn't know it was an undercover officer. Which, I mean, I, I, I guess, I mean, if you're that desperate to have sex with a minor, you're going to be blinded by it. With but, your phone. But, but at the same time, like, God, how many times do you guys have to see to catch a predator? How many times do you have to hear stories like this? How many times does Shaq have to do the, you know, hey, I'm, 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 I'm a law enforcement officer doing this? Like, it just, it, it's, it, 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 it's, I guess it just shows the desperation of these people, like the, the desire for it. So he was trying to set up a meeting with this kid, right? And so, according to the cops, they both agreed to get together two days ago on the 12th. All right. Part of the agreement was, is that this Youngstown State kid would bring, and I say kid because he's 22, right? He would bring lubricant, chicken Alfredo, and Sprite. Oof. Sorry about that one, LeBron. (laughs) Yeah, not what Sprite wanted to hear (laughs) today. Sorry about that one, buddy. So he traveled um, to Austin Town, where he thought he would be meeting the teenager. When he got there, he was obviously arrested. At the time of his arrest, police say he was carrying an iPhone, a MacBook, three zip drives, so you can tell what he wanted. He was going to be able to obviously, you know, take photos of this kid, do all this stuff, and put them on, like, you know, hard drives or whatever. A bottle of Astroglide lubrication. Vaseline lotion, two bottles of Sprite, and chicken Alfredo in a Tupperware container. Now, again, there is no place to laugh at a 15-year-old boy being molested by somebody older than him, right? But there was no 15-year-old boy. The 15-year-old boy was an undercover cop. So walk me through how we go from, this is what I want you to do to me, to now let's bring chicken out. Dude, I'm, I'm the fattest, hungriest dude alive. I love chicken Alfredo, but when I'm sexting, I may be eating it on my end without that person knowing it, but never does it come into, why is that part of the bargain? Yeah, now, if it was something something that a 14, 15-year-old couldn't get on their own, like alcohol, then I completely Makes understand. all the sense in the world. Right, right. Hey, we're Bring the smoke, mad dog. Right, we're going to smoke cigarettes, and we're going to drink We're gonna drink together, and it's going to be so much fun, and it's going to be dangerous, and you're, you know, you're going to be like an adult and all this stuff, and then you can have sex. And like, not that that's okay, but you understand that, where it's uh, this... Even if it was like, I don't know, even if it was like fast food or like something like that, maybe I could get it because the kid might not have access to it. But we're talking like, 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 like he brought it in a Tupperware Tupperware container, container, right? So my guess is he made it, right? So like that, that really is like, how did Alfredo become a part of this? Imagine sitting in jail today thinking you cooked for the person to arrest you. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Imagine that. And now, dude, you're going to spend the rest of your, nah, I don't know about the rest of your life, but a long time of your life eating the worst food imaginable. Right. And, dude, jail for pedophiles is a bad place to be. Of like, course. Dude, even like hardened criminals, they don't get down with that, and they always give those guys a hard way to go. Here's another interesting thing on this story for me, is that America, and myself included, we make the sexual molestation of children problem a, like, I don't want to say, for, but like a for real adult problem, like okay. 40 plus, right? Or like 30 plus. Okay. I don't necessarily okay. think, I don't think about it in terms of like college guy right. wants 15 year old boy. Early 20s, I mean, right? I hate to say this, but it's like normally dude, it's like dudes my age 
who are like, oh yeah, who are in marriages, lying about the fact that they, you know what I mean, you know, trying to make a marriage work, even though secretly this is what they want to be doing. I mean, I think the stereotype of the creepy old pervert probably exists for a reason, but at the same time, I mean, you can't just assume that you know who predators are like that. That I mean, honestly, that leads to more victims again. And I always get yelled at by members of the audience when I start to examine it because, dude, for those of you that don't know or maybe never heard the story, you know, I was molested by a neighbor as a kid. And so, dude, it makes me very curious about this because here's another thing that I don't think people are going to think about. So you're 22. You're in college, right? Right. Like, I I would love to talk to this guy and be like, dude, what's the difference for you between a 15-year-old boy and nine? It's four years. Right, an eighteen-year-old freshman, right? Right, like right. you got a freshman. At like, so why do they got the right. Why do they gonna be that young? Like, what, what, why? What is it? Tell me what it is. Yeah, especially when you think a fourteen-year-old is right, kind of on the line there of like puberty, where it's like they're probably on the on the other half of it, where it's not like it's a prepubescent child, you're kind, where you're, there's a it's difference in there. motion. Yeah, you're right. The puberty scale thing has kind of like kicked into gear. Right. So there is just part of me that is like, dude, why is 19 not good enough? There's young people in college. You're only 22. So I guess, I mean, I guess I just don't, I, I'm sure I sound naive to people who were schooled in this because I, I, what, I just don't get it. Like, that's the, the thing is like that, that, dude, they're just attracted to younger people. It's just the way it is. Like, yeah, I mean, there's, there's going to be like hypocrisy and questions and like, and, 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 you know, what do I want to say? A, a lot of misbalance when it comes to stuff like this, just because of the nature of it. Um, it, it it's definitely worth noting, as you say, 22 and a 14 year old, 15 year old, um, how many other examples of that where it's people are like, eh, not that big of a deal. And I'm not trying to be like, hey, Roy, Roy Moore, but there was plenty of people who felt like, eh, not that big of a deal. And then we, we, we talk about... I was not among them. We talk about, we talk about you know, a 22-year-old hot teacher banging out her 14-year-old yeah, freshman that, student. Yeah, that double standard is and, alive and, and well. And dudes are, you know, J and O to that. Like, like, I, dude, I got a buddy who's got kids. I mean, I've got multiple friends who have kids. But one of my buddies got two sons. And I, he says all the time, he's like, dude, I got to tell you, he's like, dude, he's like, if my son is in 10th or 11th grade and he bangs a hot teacher, he's like, I'm not concerned by that. And I was like, well, and every time I unless say it's it, gay, that's why I never, that's why I never tell you who it is. Unless, <laughs> unless it's gay and then they're going to have a problem with it. Yeah, well, there's no doubt that a lot of men in this country would have an issue with their son being gay, no matter who their partner was, what the age of the partner, they just would have a problem with their son being gay. Woman to boy, okay. Man to boy, not okay. Man to girl, girl, not not okay. okay. It's just, I mean, that's where the lines are. Yeah, it's because, again, we believe these stereotypes that men or young boys are prepared for sex before women, which is absurd, because in every other avenue, what do we say? that young girls, girls mature, mature quicker, f- quicker than do. boys. So why, if they mature in every avenue faster than boys, would they not be prepared for sex before a young boy is? As a matter of fact, every looking back on my life, when I was younger in those sexual relationships, those those young women handled themselves with much more grace in that side right, of those situations right. than I did. You're just desperately just trying to get somebody to touch it. That's Tongue all, right. licking the right. floor, just chasing her around the living Eyeballs room. Eyeballs all big. <laughs> hey, like... Come on. Let me in there, man. All right. I'm going to throw my better judgment to the side. Screw your judgments. And Fantone's going to tell you what the new thing coming to the WWE is. That's next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. I'm so jealous. One of my radio buddies in, uh, in Cincinnati. Yeah. He works for this company down there. And he hit me up. He's like, yo, dude. 
guess what we got to do yesterday? What was that? And I was like, what? He's like, we went and saw a special screening of Star Wars The Last Jedi. Uh, and I was like, and I just hit him up and I was like, Sean, I was like, you would think it was like your super hot wife that makes me jealous of you because my buddy, dude, Sean's got a hot wife. And I was like, it's not. I was like, it's the fact that you saw Star Wars before me. He's like, dude, he's like, we worked together at MMS back in the day. And he was like, I'm telling you, man, he's like, I know what a fan you are. He's like, I'm telling you, you're going to love this movie. Really? He's like, you are going to love this movie. Now, does, does he know what a pessimist you are? Yeah. Does he well, know what a miserable dick you And are? I've been, I've, I've been, I've been, well, yes, he does, actually. I, uh, I've been rope-a-doping, like, the, the, um, the spoilers on the internet, because the, the script has leaked. And so people are already starting to give you the spoilers and stuff, and I hope that doesn't happen to me. Because I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to see this movie. I'm working Friday and Saturday night this weekend at Theogora, so I doubt it'll be this weekend. I'll probably have to be like Monday, Tuesday next week, a little matinee type thing before I'll uh, you know get a chance to see it. So I, I hope I'm going to be able to do that. I'm I, super jealous of him right now. I um you know not a huge Star Wars fan, but at the same time, I mean I think I've seen all of them. I uh, I do kind of want to see it in theaters. This, oh, I want to see it in the theater. Yeah, this is one of those things. Yeah. I always feel like, well, if I'm going to watch this, I might as well go like you need the really witness yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. So there's my nerdy nerds. Oh, shut up, dude. We're about to go off for about five <laughs> ten minutes about about big time wrestling, and we're the nerds. By the way, Star Wars Battlefront 2 releases the update yesterday. You get Finn, Captain Phasma, like three new maps. It was awesome. Wait, did you get it all for free? Did they just give it to you? Was it a millennial participation plaque, or did you have to earn these things? You did not have to earn those things. Jeez. And no, they even said, like, look, we're, we're going to fix the progression system again, and we're going to give you more. Like, yeah, I know. It's, I, it honestly is. It's a little insane what's going on with that. Hell in a handbasket. But I'm telling you right now. The downfall of America. If, <laughs> it, ladies, if your dude plays video games, I'm telling you right now. Pick up Star Wars Battlefront 2 for him. He'll love it. It'll, you'll be a hero for Christmas. The game's so good. So good. All right. So I am interested in this WWE thing, and not because it's WWE, but the mixing of these two things for content is very interesting to me because I think you're going to see a major shift in the way we consume visual and entertainment. There's already been a major shift and has been for the last 10 years in how we consume audio entertainment. You guys, a lot of you podcast this show, don't listen to it when it's actually running live. Which, thank you guys. Right. I always feel like that's <clears throat> such a compliment. Thank it, you. Yeah, it really is. Time delayed listening to something, it, it, it is. It is a compliment. And also, it is a metric that our company can track. <laughs> and so, it is easy for me to then in a meeting go, dude, why are you giving me grief over this? Look at this. Podcast is good. Leave me alone, dude. Ratings look at this. Good. Look, look at what we did. Stop bitching at me because I posted a photo of the Christmas party, you dick. You got honest to God problems in your building, and I'm not one of them. Yeah, so that stuff helps me, so thank you. There it is. But the WWE and Facebook are coming together to deliver their content. So how, like, like you as a WWE fan, why is yeah. this good for you? Um, well, I, I, I really, you know, any way that they're expanding the brand, and they've been pretty focused on that recently, I think is a victory for wrestling fans. Um, and r really what this all boils down to is it just gives legitimacy to the thought of WWE being a content provider in the future in the sense of like these guys have been very forward thinking when it comes to how do they represent themselves and Facebook's a great representation of that because Facebook uh, fans for WWE 38 million right now WWE wow. that's WWE the NFL 16 million 
Dude, seriously? 16 million. On, these are fans of, of, like, the page. People who have liked the NFL official Facebook page, 16 million. WWE, 38 million. Pull NBA, me, 34. Pull me up. Can you find find me the New England Patriots Facebook page? I'm guessing they're going to be one of the most. And then, honestly, if you can find me Dallas, because that's a very popular NFL brand. I want to see two huge NFL team brands, because I'm, I'm guessing a lot of fans maybe don't like the NFL page. Maybe they only like their team's page. All right, let me pull this up right here. But a team's not going to get anywhere near 38, what did you say, 38, no, million? 38 a team, million. A team's not going to no. get you that. I wouldn't think. New England Patriots, Dallas Cowboys, eighty-seven or eight eight point seven million people like the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, that's the biggest brand in NFL football. Okay, so eight point seven. Okay, forty-five million people like John Cena's Facebook page. Forty-five million like John Cena's Facebook page. Wow. So eight million to forty-five wow. million, dude. Hey, do this for me. Okay. Look up Metallica's Facebook page. Let's go to Band. Because this is interesting. I don't care about this. Art form, as Al Snow called it on this program, and I can't believe I let that fly. I cannot believe I let that happen. But I have to, as a non-fan of this entertainment, I have to marvel at at the success of it. Metallica has thirty-seven million. Okay, no, so I mean that's on that's par a, with, dude. That's a band that's been out there thirty-some years. Well, and you got to think too, like. When you start combining, because Metallica just has the, like the Metallica page, like that's what it is. WWE has the WWE page. They have the WWE Network page. They have the John Cena page. They have the Randy Orton page. Oh, they have all, all these, all these other yeah. different, you know, yeah. the Monday Night Raw page, the SmackDown page. So, like at that point, you, you start putting it all together, and it, it, do they leave other other sports organizations in the dust? Dude? So, what are they going to be showing you then? With so, what is Facebook going to be showing so, you? What is going to be it's going to be exclusive content and it's not going to be like tied into the storylines of wwe so much standalone what it's going to be it's going to be a 12-week tournament and it's going to be a mixed tag team tournament so what's going to happen is a dude and a chick are going to team up and they're going to fight their way through the rest of the wwe roster but the right guys there. only fight the guys and the girls only fight i the don't girls, know it'll right? be interesting to see here because in other avenues like other wrestling organizations like lucha underground which is on uh which is on the l ray network they've got dudes fighting chicks all the time and yeah. it's not even a big deal like nobody even blinks an eye at it yeah I'm surprised by that given what's going on in this particular country with men being awful to women I'll be surprised if the WWE thinks it's a good time to body slam the bitches in the ring by dudes now sometimes they will have that I mean there's been no shortage of like chicks that have gotten you know a stone cold stunner or been put through a table by by you know by other guys but as far as like boy versus girl wrestling I wouldn't be surprised if they did get into it wow. just because what it is though it and I, I, you know, I've talked with some people about this, and by some people, I don't just mean wrestling fans. I've actually talked to a woman who runs a domestic violence like shelter about this, and I was like, "Well, is this me watching this and glorifying women getting their ass kicked by men?" And it's like. At least her opinion to me was, well, number one, the violence isn't real. So is it you what you know? Yeah, but people have made the claim that movies do this and glorify it, and that violence isn't real either. But but what but what it boils down to is these women are being treated as equals. They're fighting. They're not getting their ass kicked. They're out there kicking ass as well. Now, if they get you know if they get power slams, it's not UFC where she right, get murdered. Right. This is this is this All is right. them being on an equal playing wow. field. Let me tell you, I'm surprised that was that woman's take. 
I, and I, encouraged. And by I, it. I went to her because specifically I was like, well, well go you to know, the person she, who might be too sensitive. She, right. Well, she has she has a unique perspective on this, and I kind of wanted to talk to her about it because I did. I felt I don't want to say guilty, but I felt a little bit like, dude, am I watching this chick get her ass kicked? And am I'm I like, getting off on am it. I, am I enjoying it? Like, is this something wrong with me? Like, and it, it really was just kind of like, no, dude, this is. I mean, you know, in Lucha Underground, like this woman won the overall championship, so it was like, well, no. She's so they a scripted part, it that way. Right, right. She's a part of the, you know, she's a part of the story here. So I'm curious with Facebook and the WWE merging. I got two. I got two interesting things I want to bring up here. All right. Is this maybe where we see Hulkamania bring its way back into the WWE? Well, of course, it's a possibility. Is that where we maybe see that we've been starting to hear little murmurings? I'm surprised, which, the, by the way, but you know, maybe I'm going to end up being wrong on the that. The only reason I would say no is because they probably hold off until WrestleMania to do that. You know uh, what I mean? That's uh, that's the biggest. Uh, that's uh, their uh. biggest load of the year. So, like, now here's my other thing. Here's what I find very interesting about this partnership: yeah. is that Vince. Vince McMahon of the WWE was on the forefront of here's my own channel. Right. Like, here's your own channel where we're giving you all of our exclusive content. So this, to me, as much as we're talking about the power of the WWE, this sells me on the power of Facebook. Okay. As a guy who has his own outlets, people are paying him $10 a month where he shows you every old wrestling match there is. There's all those Survivor Series, all the Hells and the Cells. Every last thing that WWE's ever done, you can get at the channel. And yet, he's going to team up with Facebook and give them content because of what they end up delivering back to him, which is, in the end, is end users. Yeah, I think he, first of all, the WWE Network, whether you're a fan or not, truly is like an example of what is to come. Like I, I stand firm that the NFL will follow suit. The NBA will follow suit where it's like, hey, I can pay 10 bucks a month and get, you know, every Cavaliers playoff game in the history, plus you all this exclusive content and all that stuff. So I do think you'll see other other groups with that. But I think Vince also knows for as powerful as that brand is and for as powerful as, you know, his 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 network is, you've also got to remember, it's like, dude, one hand's got to wash the other. And to get, you got to give, give. You know, yep. and that's, that's, I always that's say the it. truth of it. I always say it. Now, Facebook wants to do this because they're going to be launching, like, this new watch service inside their, like, like their system. And right. obviously, they know the WWE people are loyal. And so they're going to come and watch this stuff, and they'll be able to test out how well their service works. It's actually brilliant. Very interesting. I, uh, I, you know, because I don't care about the content at all, but I, but I felt like the partnership was interesting. And I think it tells you a lot about both businesses. I'm being asked, and I can't believe I'm going to yeah. do this. Ask Fantone if he remembers. <laughs> Is it Beulah versus yeah. Bill Alfonso? Oh, yeah. And in, in the ECW. ECW. Oh, yeah, dude. See, of yeah, course he, I know. He, he totally remembers. Oh, dude. What happened on the program yesterday? I don't know, exactly. Dude, I don't know. What are we doing? I don't know. Exactly. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Hang on. The Stansberry Show. That guy knows how to party. Rock 106.9. Hey, guys. You guys, Stansberry here from North Carolina. Rock 106.9. And welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9, 830. We'll still need to see Kid Rock. That show's February up at the queue. 1-800-243-7625. The number you'll need on those. Uh, so yesterday, I was just sitting there minding my own goddamn business. Right. And because I live in Ohio where it snows like this in December, my brother, the dick that he is, living in Las Vegas, calls me. I pick up the phone. It's like, yo, Dave, what's up, man? It's almost 70 here today, you loser. Why in the hell do you live in Ohio? Click and hung up on me. <laughs> and like, dude, there's something about warm weather people when you're suffering in the misery of snow. Like this just happened with somebody who lives here, as a matter of fact. Like, so my text messaging goes off and it's one of our coworkers, Nicole. 
and she's on the way to the airport with like her bitches, like they're all going to Florida, like the girls, we're all gonna go. Like apparently it's her aunt's birthday, Jane. She's like turning okay. sixty, which by Happy the way, dude. Birthday. Honestly, dude, I'm telling you, dude, if you got a couple of drinks in you, I, Jane I, could still get I, it. Huh? I think Jane could probably get Jeez, it. Yeah, dude. yeah, dude, I think she's probably good. Yeah, okay, yeah, actually. So they're going to do one of those, and so she's hitting me up. She's like, "Yeah, you poor pathetic loser, you're stuck there in the freezing cold. I get to go drink the you know awesome drinks by the by the side of the pool." It's like, why don't you stay home and sell me something? <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. Everybody deserves a little time off, a little break from the from the workplace. When are we getting vacation time, and when are we getting enough money? The twenty second, buddy. The twenty second. Yeah, dude. I'm actually getting on the plane next week, man. A week from tomorrow, and I'm excited about it. Like I said, my brother called me yesterday. He's like, dude, seventy. It's gonna be so nice today. He's like, you're gonna be able to play golf when you're here, man. I'm like, to have that to have that sense of moral superiority when it comes to going on vacations, absolutely ridiculous. You're coming back, and Ah, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like Like that, that that is that that's that's dumb. And as far as people who live in warm weather states, like, I'm sorry, but you guys are soft. Like, there's no doubt in my mind about it that cold weather makes you a tougher person. You can make the argument of, like, well, maybe you tougher or you're just a bigger dick. I don't know. You got to deal with it and you got to be tough, dude. You do. To go slush around on 77, you, I'm sorry, but that, that, that breeds like a toughness in, in our, in, you know, in our kids, our tribes right. people. Here. Right now, we got people listening to us via, you know, WRQK.com sure. and iHeartRadio sure. in California. Soft. They're like, dude, you, yeah, soft. You know what they're thinking? Literally, the ground shakes and breaks open out here, Dick. And it's, you know what I mean? There ain't no shoveling earthquakes away. Well, sure, there's no shoveling earthquakes away. But at the same time, like, I guarantee you every single winter, there is going to be a blizzard that that affects our winter, that affects our driving, that affects more than once. It's not it even necessarily have to be a blizzard. It's not like last night was a blizzard, but it's still an S show out there right now. Maybe you get hit with that earthquake. Maybe you do. Maybe. Yeah, my uh, another one of my friends, Stephanie, said, you know, she's on the elliptical right now down in Nashville. Okay, she's like, yeah, it's not Soft. even that cold down here. Soft. <laughs> no, dude, it still snows down there. Well, but not like this. But she, yeah, she said to me, she was like, you know, she's like, yeah, it gets a little bit of that here. She's like, but we didn't get anything with like, well, you know, what you're dealing out there. Which, by the way, Canton City schools yeah. closed, Maslin closed, mm-hmm. Perry closed. I hear Jackson stayed open. Jeez. Yeah, I'm surprised by that. I uh, maybe they have better snow plows up there, and it's like you know what we actually take care, our, right? yeah, we take care of. Diamond encrusted, right? Yeah, We take care of our streets up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know those Probably future Republicans sense. of America, yeah. man. You got to get, you got to get them in those, got to get them in those classrooms, get man. Them in the school. We were talking about the WWE and Facebook coming together and like mixing together and like uh, you know sharing out the content together, and I was asked a question that I had failed to ask you, which is, with Facebook expanding into the visual content center, yeah. and going to be like you know be launching like their version of a TV service. Are you going to pay? Is this like, is this free? Like, or like, what's going to happen here? This, I know this tournament is free um, and Facebook is free. So like, I I would assume they're going to continue moving forward with that. But at some point I would just like YouTube became a thing or YouTube red became a thing you got to pay for. There's a premium iHeartRadio application or account that you can have and you can pay for. So eventually it will be like, yo, if you want to pay 10 extra dollars a month, you get X, Y, and Z back. Um, You've seen the, uh, or the NBA has embraced this too as uh, G League games are always available on Facebook Live. Yeah. So, like, and it makes sense, dude. If you're trying to... Get the eyeballs. Right. If you're trying to get eyeballs, if that's what your end game is, which WWE and, 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 and NBA and pretty much anything else on the face of the planet, that's what we want is your eyes, your ears, your attention, and your dollars. Um, people spend an insane amount of time on Facebook. Like, that's just the truth. you got to go where the people are. Well, and, and apparently, your wrestling fans do. If I, I forget the number. Was it 40? 35 million people like the like the WWE 38 I think 38 million which is more than Metallica so again my friend Stephanie was listening you know via iHeartRadio in Nashville she's like check NASCAR so we did it's 5.1 million not even close not even close close. 
And I, 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 I wish they always run the stats during Raw, and I wish I had them in front of me. But like, when you combine Instagram followers, Twitter followers, Facebook fans, like th- at that point they start lapping people. It's just like it, it becomes almost comical. And don't get me wrong, I understand there's going to be a lot of overlap between people who follow John Cena and people who follow Roman Reigns. I get that, but at the same time, if you take each individual follower, it's it's just it's not even close. Yeah, you extrapolate it all the way out. I'm sure they have. I, you know what happens there with that. I'm, I, I'm guessing, is that there are a lot of guys my age who still love wrestling but deny it and don't tell people oh, that they yeah. watch it and feel like ah uh, people are gonna like much like how like if I didn't do this for a living I would probably hide how much video games I play. By the way, dude, people have been talking me into one of these Twitch channels. They're like, dude, I would totally sit there and watch you play video games. Um, yeah, and, uh, dude, I guess there's money on the table here. Like, do people keep coming here? Like, like, you're missing an opportunity here. Twitch is one of those things. And after after Twitter, I kind of said to myself, I'm like, dude, I'm kind of shutting the door on I'm social done media. On social yeah. media, I've got Facebook and I've got Twitter, and that's really kind of all I want and all I need. Um, but there is a little bit of me that's like, with the G League moving towards it, with WWE moving towards it, there is a little bit of me. It's like maybe I should get involved. Twitch too. Just be a little versed in it, just so I kind of know what's going on. Right. 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 So I think that might be one of my New Year's resolutions is to like kind of (laughs) like seriously is to outfit the apartment right, get the right monitor, get the right cameras in there, get the whole thing in there. And like what I'm thinking I got this idea and I I can't do it right away because I don't want to do it in my house. But what I want to do is I want to take guys who listen to the show and bring them in, have them play, and I want to interview people, just regular people. While they're playing video games. And I think, honestly, I think I could get people to watch. And plus, then they'll get their friends watching it. And I think that's how you build the channel. So I think that's going to be something I really start to, like, ramp up first part of next year. A little New Year's resolution I right think so. there. A little bit. Dude, uh, I got, I just did. Eat healthy. Take care of myself. Nah, well, dude, I know I'm not going to do that one. I feel like I could put more hours in that Call of Duty. It's like the chin-ups we've seen now. That ain't going to be the thing, right? More Sansbury Show right around the corner. Also, Kid Rock tickets up for grabs at 8.30 on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come true. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Sansbury Show, Rock 106.9. We have Kid Rock tickets 8.30. We'll pass those out. 1-800-243-7625, the number you'll need. That show's in February up at the queue. And if you've never seen the kid, he puts on a pretty damn good live show. Yeah, I mean, say what you want about him, his music, his politics, whatever. But, like, when it comes to him being up on stage, some people just have that it factor. Yeah, that X factor and, thing, and, yeah. And, and Kid Rock has it in spades, dude. He really does. He really does. I've always said the same thing about Fred Durst. Like, you can hate Olympics. It's music, for sure. Yeah, I, I totally get it. Like, I, now, I kind of like it, but I can I can understand why people wouldn't. And But when you go see them live, man, Fred just kind of had it. He did. I uh I do kind of want to go to this Kid Rock show just because I want to see like what's the what's the breakdown of songs? I mean, how much how much old stuff is he doing? Is he going like more country this time around? You know what I mean? Because that's been a big part of his uh the the, the play of his hand recently is like, "Well, I'm a good old boy." I can't remember the last Kid Rock album I heard. Yeah, like I don't know the last I remember the last single. No, that was because, like, the all summer long thing, like, I'm not into that. Like, I don't get down with that. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know when the last time I was, like, really interested in something he had put out. But I do like him as a live performer. He's a good time. We got to talk a little Browns here, buddy. Okay. So, John Dorsey, Browns' yeah. new GM. Yeah. They're asking him about quarterbacks, obviously, right? Because 
let's be honest, that's been the gaping hole of the Browns organization for a while now. Yeah, I mean, it's the most important position in sports. The Browns have not had an answer for quite a while at that spot. And, I mean... I mean, Bernie was like the last like viable real quarterback this that franchise had. I, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not anti Deshaun Kaiser at this point because honestly, I feel like there were parts of this year where he had real flashes of potential, real flashes of actual brilliance, um, and I feel like he was put in a no win situation where it's like, dude, I don't care if you're Joe Montana, no, you couldn't have gotten more than two wins out of this team, um, but that's not enough to say. And I think Deshaun Kaiser should walk in as the starter next year, but that's not enough to say that the Browns don't need to take a swing at a quarterback this year. Deshaun. Kaiser will not be your starter next year. I think he starts the season as. I do. No. I'm telling you right now. John Dorsey is a legitimate GM. This is a guy who has done this gig, turned the team around, knows what he's doing. What John Dorsey is going to do is he is going to understand that he was kind of an offensive guy, and so they may keep Kaiser, but he is going to, in the offseason, go get you a journeyman quarterback who can stable the franchise. He's not going to go get – I don't think it's going to be a guy who's going to come in here all of a sudden now. We're going to win 10 games, but he's going to Josh McCown it. Now, it might not be Josh McCown, but he's going to Josh McCown it. He's going to go get you a guy that's knocked around the NFL that's just about good enough, not quite there, but not a rookie. I just – I feel it in my bones that that's what John Dorsey is going to do because that's what a smart GM would do. Okay. I also think, in my estimation, they are going to draft a quarterback in this next class pretty high. And I think you kind of have to. You whiffed on Wentz. You whiffed on Watson. At some point, you got to put the pedal to the floor. Yeah, you have to get the bat off your shoulder. You I, I agree to. with that 100%. You, you have to swing. It, it, it's, it's, it's a... It's a quarterback rich you know draft class and you are more than likely going to have the number one draft pick so what are you waiting for as it stands right now you would have the first and the sixth pick okay so i think you i think you will see not all teams do but i think you will see the browns carry three quarterbacks next year it'll be a journeyman they pick up in the offseason Deshaun kaiser and they're going to draft a rookie and it will be a three quarterback room that's just my guess. I have. I obviously do not know, right? So they're talking to him about Baker Mayfield, which is this kid from Oklahoma, and he's very polarizing because there's a little Johnny Manziel there, both on and off the field. There's flashes of this brilliance thing, and he rolls out of the pocket, makes plays, extends plays. There's a little bit of that, and then there's a the little attitude in the kid, the grabbing of the crotch, and all this stuff. Now, I'll tell you, Baker Mayfield stuff off the field or like the grabbing of the crotch thing doesn't bother me the way the money sign did with Johnny Manziel. And I I explained it to our our good buddy Dustin, the biggest Browns fan you'll ever meet the other night, this way. Is that the grabbing of the crotch thing is, dude, that's men in competition. That's that's been a thing that men have done to one another. I don't know what why or what it is, but that's part of men competing. Yeah, I got a big dong. That's what it is. So dude, it doesn't, look, at this, look at this giant D. That's why I can beat you and everything. It doesn't bother me. Where the money symbol kind of felt like, look at this marketable thing I'm doing because I want to be a star. It's coming up with your own nickname. Right. That's exactly, exactly what the money thing was. Right? What a great analogy. Yes. Nailed it. And so that's why the Manziel thing bothered me. Also, I felt like you could see Manziel's transgressions with alcohol and drugs coming down the pike. As a matter of fact, I know I saw it early because everybody kept emailing me and telling me, you're so negative. You have no idea if you're right about this. And I kept saying, trust me, I am going to be right in the end about Johnny Manziel being a a drug addict and alcoholic. Surprise! Nailed it. Again, 
have had family members, worked with an addict. If, you, if, you, if you're close to it, you see it coming a mile away. So Baker Mayfield's like the stuff that people were worried about him off the field and that kind of stuff, it doesn't necessarily bother me as much as some of the Manziel stuff. Now, I don't know everything Baker Mayfield has done, okay? And admittingly, I did not watch as much college football this year as I have in years past. So I don't know about whether or not this guy is a franchise quarterback at the NFL level. I don't know. I did not watch enough Baker Mayfield games. Okay, I'm suspicious that he will have trouble translating to the NFL game the way Manziel did and the way other players who are undersized and it's about rolling out and extending play a way a lot of those other guys have. Now, you can make arguments. Look at Russell Wilson. There's, I mean, there's a couple of other things here. Look at Doug Flutie. There's, there are those. And I would say that Baker Mayfield's kind of got that I got something to prove thing, and that's huge in quarterbacks. Tom Brady, you see it every week. He's still trying to shed that I'm a six-round pick thing, even though he's five Super Bowls in. He's still trying to shed it. So that that let me prove this thing, you can't underrate that in an athlete. You can't. I, I think you still see it in LeBron, even though he's like dominant. I think there's something in that. And so maybe what you see happen is Baker comes into the NFL and it's like, whoa, dude, look at this. Because this guy's out to prove something. But Todd McShay, who I believe works for ESPN, put out his mock draft last night. Baker Mayfield's not in the top ten. He has us picking first and sixth. He has us taking Sam Darnold of USC. Now that's assuming Sam comes out. And he has us taking Saquon Barkley, the running back out of Penn State at six. Now everybody's going to go, Zeke, Zeke, Zeke. Very few running backs are worth this are worth this draft position. You could point to Zeke. You could point to Leonard Fournette. I'm, 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 I'm grasping to find the other one who would have been worth it. If it's me, I don't take a running back at six here. I don't. Like, don't. Isn't the Duke Johnson thing? Is are are people happy with him? Um, I mean, if Duke Johnson and, and Isaiah Crowell are your answer next year, I feel like you're, I mean, they've been the answer for the past two years and we've won one game. You know what I mean? So there is a little bit of like, oh, are you happy with it? No, because no. obviously the Browns across the board need to upgrade at every position. Um, the thing I will say about that, though, is that if you're going to take a quarterback at one, which you probably should be doing, you know that you have a potential to swing and miss there. Huge. Whether 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 it's Darnold or whether it's Mayfield or whoever it's, it's it is. It's normally Rosen, one a year. Whoever it is, you have potential to swing and miss there. So if that's the case at number one, at number six, you have to pick somebody that is a guaranteed impact player, a Miles Garrett type of player. I don't think Saquon Barkley's that guy. Well, right. And a running back isn't that guy, regardless who that running back is. The, the it, position's been devalued in the league over the last five years. So I'm not sure I take a kid at six like that. You got to get somebody that comes in and is an automatic impact, and 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 I and I don't think any running back does that. This is a mock draft. We're obviously months away, but he also has Josh Rosen going two to to the New York Giants, which you may see that happen. I like Darnold. I feel like there's a scrappiness there. I feel like again, much like Baker Mayfield, there's something to prove there with with Barkley. He feels like very nitty gritty, kind of like down in the dirt, kind of tough kid. Where Josh Rosen feels like slick, smooth. Um, I don't like a lot of the answers. I feel like there's an there's an air of or, you know of, of of arrogance that in that kid. I feel like he plays it because he's good at it. I don't know if his heart's in it. I, he has the most pro-ready arm right now. I, w- I would not deny that. But I worry that there's going to be... I feel like there's a Jamarcus Russell thing happening with Josh Rosen, and nobody's talking about it. I feel like there's going to be a thing that happens there. I like the kid out of Wyoming, that Josh Allen kid. 
And if they can get him at a pick, if he's still there now, Todd McShay has him going five to the Denver Broncos, who do need a quarterback. I think the Browns last year, you know, it was easy to pick Miles Garrett because he was the consensus number one best player in the draft. And that's probably where the Browns need to be is, hey, we're always going to draft the best available player. We're not a team who's ready to start making position picks yet. This year, though, there is no consensus number one where it's like, well, no, this is obviously the guy who's the best player in the draft. By the way, what a great point. And all the more reason I'm happy to have John Dorsey, a previous NFL GM versus Sashi looking at numbers on a page going, well, this number means this. I'd rather have a guy who legitimately has been doing this, looking at film, going to games, watching guys, kind of evaluating, because when it has to come down to your gut, I want a guy who's been who has hit the ball out of the park once before. If, if you're if you're going to go number one quarterback in the Browns, I think should go number one quarterback. I think number six needs to be the Joe Thomas replacement. I think that with him being unsure of well, wow. is he coming back or is he not what coming a back? Good idea. And he's got his arm beat up, and what's his, what's his what's his future like? We don't know at this point. So I feel like all not right, a bad getting, idea. getting a left tackle probably isn't the worst idea for that number six pick. Not a bad idea because you're right. Like we've kind of. We're getting towards, even if he, like, let's say he comes back, it's not going to be that many more years. We're no. at the end of what Joe Thomas has to offer you. So you are going to have to address that issue. I just, I can't think of the journeyman quarterback. I, there's a name out there that it's like, well, duh, yeah, it'll be this. But I'm telling you, I think John Dorsey's going to make a move, and we're going to do what we do. It's not going to be this splashy marquee name, and we're all going to hate it. And then next thing you know, when they start to look like an offense next year, and they like is I was telling somebody last night. It's not that they're bad. It's not that they lose. I can deal with all the losing, but other than this last game, they don't score. And if dude, if you're gonna lose games, at least be in them. At least score. And I think a journeyman quarterback at least gives you that. And I think that a smart GM is gonna spend his offseason at least trying to find that veteran who can move Darnold, Rosen, Josh Allen, maybe even Deshaun Kaiser, whoever down that line. I think he's gonna look to John Kitna this thing, you know, that way going way back for it. I think there's going to be something in Dorsey that makes them do that. At least that's what I'm hoping on. We have Kid Rock tickets. We'll pass those out next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Hey, guys. You got Stansberry here for the Wakeham Auto Family. Wakeham is... Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. We have Kid Rock tickets for you. We're going to hook you up with those momentarily. 1-800-243-7625. The number you'll need on those. Uh, I had not heard about this until this morning, but apparently there was a problem downtown Canton yesterday with people smelling natural gas. Yeah. Apparently, Dominion Energy Ohio is investigating an airborne odor, numerous complaints of a gas-like smell in the Canton area. Apparently, it uh, was first reported downtown near where I live, and then it was uh, reported moving north. So they investigated. The company said there's no presence of natural gas has been confirmed, but people have been smelling something a little strange. Now I didn't. I didn't experience this yesterday at all. Did you have anything weird up by you? I uh, I did not smell it. I saw people complaining about it on social media though. So I uh, I mean I, I I don't know what the answer is there, but obviously something's happening. Maybe we'll just ride our gondolas out of downtown and we can uh, avoid the smell issue. So there's a family that's in trouble. Yeah. Out of Colorado Springs where they had a uh they had a Craigslist ad. And it says healthy white baby for sale cheap. The ad goes on to sale works fine or say sorry, works fine but leaks out of his eyes occasionally. The price 2500 bucks. Says it could be a scam but still that's a baby you don't do that to babies, you don't do that to anybody period says the neighbor there. My first reaction is I would have called the cops. 
The baby's father, Chris Small, said online the listing was meant to be a joke. Now, here's what I'll say about this: is that I think if you do it on your personal Facebook page or Twitter, it's like, ah, look, I'm, you know, my kid's kind of annoying. You, you take him off my hands, you can have him, right? Whatever. I don't think that that's a problem. But to legitimately put a post on a place where people do, although there is Facebook Marketplace, right? Yeah. So I guess maybe, but like at least on your page, it's like, well, like I can kind of like go down like the thought process of dude this is what parents do it's like raising kids is hard and like you so occasionally you kind of want to get out of it or whatever but like if you put a post up on craigslist legitimately where people go to hawk stuff i worry about that i i, I think with the, the difference between facebook and craigslist is like you could just type it out think that you're like joking and press enter and it's like all right well there it is with a craigslist ad you have to like not jump through hoops. It's not impossible, but still, it's not just as simple as like, hey, I'm going to share this and like put this up. You're like making the decision of like, all right, I'm logging into my Craigslist account. I'm doing all these different things. Um, so you I've had never made a Craigslist you had post. more you have more opportunities to stop yourself somewhere along the way. You know well, what I mean? See, for me, I mean, it's you know, there's plenty of ways to stop yourself along the way with Facebook too. You got to log in, you got to do all the stuff. For me, it's like this is where legitimately where people go to sell items. I know Facebook has a market place. But like if you posted this on your page, I won't link your page to marketplace unless you posted it in the marketplace. So for me, that's where I would be able to look at a family and say, joke, yes, I get it. Going to where people do go to a trade hookers and do all this stuff and posting that there, it's a little bit in poor taste. I don't know if it's criminal. I don't know if I would like take the kid away. Although Let's not pretend that there aren't people out there awful enough to sell their kids. I mean, we've yeah, seen it I mean, a million times. Yeah, there's no shortage of that in the world. So, like, <laughs> and honestly, I mean, it's not like Craigslist, you know, maybe not as bad as Backpage, but still notorious for sexual, you know. Closer to that right. than it's not. I mean, I kind of lump them together. I've never made a Craigslist ad, I don't believe. Never like sold anything or like no. Nah, dude, I'm uh-huh. not wild about people coming to like where where I live and like you know let me come look at this. I also don't I don't really acquire things that are worth money. Like I'm not a possessions person at all. Like I don't care about possessions, so I don't really I don't really have much of value to turn around. God, that sounds sad to say. <laughs> God, I did not want this to be this sad for me. We do have Kid Rock tickets. That's something of value, but I have to Enjoy. give them to you. I'm not allowed to keep them. Got to give them to you. So we'll take caller 20, 1-800-243-7625 on those. And be right back with more show for you. Hang on. Hope you boys brought popcorn. The Stansberry Show. Because I'm about to put on a show. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Online, WRQK.com. Buddy, big night tomorrow night at the Canton Charge game, huh? Oh, indeed, dude. Huge night tomorrow night. It is Cavaliers night brought to you by the Canton Charge. Salvation Army partnering up with us. And uh, first 2,500 people that walk through the door are going to be walking away with a retro Cavaliers uh, t-shirt. Nice. It's absolutely awesome. It's the uh, it's the blue and orange styling. It's really cool. Uh, the Charge is going to be playing in blue and orange jerseys, which will be auctioned off after the game. Oh, like the, like the, do the retro Cavs like, jerseys. Oh, like the Mark Price style right dude, there. Dude, those are my that's my favorite color scheme of any Cleveland sports team ever. And it, dude, they look super fresh. Last night, Posse was wearing his, and uh, jeez, they, that they, thing had to be a tent. Oh, dude, it's huge. But nonetheless, I love Posse. Nonetheless, it uh, it was it was it was awesome. They look really cool. They'll be auctioned off. Um, Cavaliers girls will be there. Uh, you've got the Scream team making an appearance. There'll be Cavaliers legends, including Larry Nance is coming down. Uh, really, Jim Jones is coming down. So, it, it, dude, it's gonna be a great night. Um, I uh, I'm very excited to be there. 
there. And uh, last night, man, it, Cav- or not the Cavs, the, uh, the Charge picked up a huge victory on the home court. Uh, so it uh, positive momentum. This will even them out to 500 if they get this victory tomorrow against the Windy City Bulls. So uh, everyone cordially invited. Get your tickets at CantonCharge.com before they sell out. Wow. That was a... It was a big spiel there. That buddy. was a big spiel right that there. Was a big spiel. I, uh, I, uh, I, I, you, you nailed it. You, uh, you got plans tomorrow night. You, uh, yeah, unfo- oh, you got Yeah, unfortunately, man, I got to work. Although, dude, I got to be honest with you. Yeah. It's little pump, little, little pump, little pump. Which is this? I don't know. It, is he even a real rapper? I think he's, he's just making fun of the Gucci Gang right now, right? Like that's all. That's, I don't know. What? Why are we doing this? But like, <laughs> why? Why? Call why? in with your little pump takes. Why the hell am I doing? <laughs> Point being is, is, I'm not sure it's worth the hour ride plus whatever it's going to be in the snow. Now I'm right. working again Saturday night, right. and why I don't want to call off tomorrow night is because the show Saturday night is really good. Okay. And so like you don't I don't want to screwed out of yeah, that. Yeah, I don't want him to be like, well, dude, just stay down there. You know what I mean? Don't come up. And so like I don't want that. But I uh, yeah, I wish I could go to Cavs night tomorrow. Night. It's it going to really be a good do. time, man. It, it, it really is. I know we have a, a four-pack of tickets to give away before the end oh, of the program nice. right here. And uh, like I said, man, I mean, dude, every charge game I feel like is a blast and you guys should come out to. But tomorrow night in particular, I think the kids are saying it's going to be lit. So I, uh, I I invite everyone out. Huh. Lit, huh? Yeah, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be lit. That's what they say. I don't know if I've ever said that legitimately. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> dude, you're 40 years old, so like, probably, probably a, a good thing there. Let me tell you something that happened to me this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like walking down the hallway, and my boss is in a bad mood, and I uh, hate it, seeing him when I, when he's in a bad mood. But apparently, he, apparently, his wife drug him into something last night, and he was like bitching about it all night last night on Facebook. He was like, "We're the first ones here, last ones to leave." Like he's making himself like patent. First one on the field, <laughs> last one to get off of it. He he brings up a good point though, and I saw this on social media last night, and I had a little bit of sympathy for him. Um, some people always want to straggle at the end. They don't know when to leave. They don't know when to pull the Wrap stands it up. We on, go. leave on that high note and, and, and get out. His wife is one of those, um, too. And it, it does. And it's terrible. If you are a partner with somebody who's like that, yeah. it's like, oh, my God. Let me tell you why I'm going to get his wife's back, though. Okay. All right? All right. She's a stay-at-home mom. Okay. So, like, yeah, when you take her around adults and she's done talking to a five-year-old, for t- she wants to get it all. It's like it's like a married guy who goes to a bachelor oh. party. She's trying to max out, dude. Like, I mean, she's just in front of adults and a glass of wine. And thank God. I think your kid's in, in school now, so maybe go get a job. You can talk to adults <laughs> okay, there. Okay, well, maybe, that's not. Maybe what I'll say. Maybe we but, don't weigh in on the boss's but, financial checkbook there. But, but, but there comes to be a point when you've been at an event for three hours and it's like, lady, if you wanted to talk to this person. And why didn't you do this two hours ago instead of standing over here by me? Why don't you go get this done? I want to leave. I want to go home. You got to have a little sympathy for the boss, man. He gets up early. He's got a lot of responsibilities, dude. I mean, you know, I, I feel yeah, like he's not yeah, asking for too nah, much. Dude, there. This month, I'm going to be honest with you. He gets no sympathy for me. <laughs> All right. Now, he's been on my ass about okay. everything lately. Just like, there's, there's like nothing I do is making him happy right now. Like he's, dude, we were talking about, all right, we're doing this Christmas party next week, right? And <laughs> this this schmuck and like the guy that runs sales over here like took a photo of each other like wrapped up in Christmas lights like two big douchebags and they're like looking at the camera kind of got that cheese like cheesy smile cheese on their face like oh we're wrapped together boy it's such a it's such a wacky wild time here so Cagney and Lacey are in the middle of the photo there <laughs> just like you know cheesing in the middle of it and I posted it on Instagram right and I took. Like his cell phone number, and I like scribbled it out so people couldn't call his phone right. to harass him. Well, more than calling, I would say D-Pix is what I would be concerned about. But okay, probably so got a folder. That guy probably got a folder. And he got like furious with me. He said, "Why would you post that publicly?" I said, 
Dude, you were in the car listening to us talk about it the first time we talked. I said when it was, where it was. I said it on the radio. You're worried about it being on Instagram? So yesterday, he's like, seriously, take that post down. So he, like, made me go into my Instagram account, and take, which, by the way, it's Dan.Sansbury, and made me go in there and, like, take it out. Which, by the way, just to piss him off, it's at that Christmas bar. It's next Thursday, 3 o'clock. <laughs> bar opens at 4. See you there. Everybody come. Secret Santa. I mean, I'll probably dude, have to work afterwards. So. It's, like, it's like, dude, you've got legitimate <laughs> fires going on, bro. And like, you know what I mean? Like, why am I in in why am I in your crosshairs right now? Alright, so he's pissed and we're poking the bear right now. <laughs> Is there a way for us to get out of this? I feel like we're throwing ourselves under the bus right now. Dude. So what? as I'm walking down the hallway, he screams out of his studio, you know what I want? And I figured it's gonna be like something I need to do today, right? right? Better like, rock morning show, he's he's like, like, okay? Right. Good luck finding one of them. He says to me, he's like, a meatball sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, it's 830 in the morning. I was like, dude. You want a meatball sandwich? He's like, I think I'm leaving and going to Subway here in a minute and getting one. <laughs> I said to him, I was like, well, dude, are you like all powerful? Like, do you work at Subway? I don't think they do meatball subs at 8 a.m. No, dude, like, there's no breakfast meatball sub. I'm pretty sure about that one. <laughs> so, dude, he's like, I don't know what it is, man. I've been craving a meatball sub all morning. It's like, what do you mean you don't know what it is? It's you're a fat ass <laughs> like me. It's, there's no rhyme or reason. Sometimes something awesome and delicious just jumps into your brain. And you're like, I got to have it, which by the way, dude, I may have broke the land speed record last night finishing a pizza from Napoli's. Really? Like, dude, I don't even think the, the, the delivery driver was gone. And it was just like, <laughs> just shoving it in my face. I, there's something about being snowed in where I was like, dude, eat something good. Yeah, there's probably something primal that comes out in you where it's like, oh man, I got to consume every Fatten calorie. up for the winter. Right, I got to consume gotta... every calorie in front of me here. Yeah. I thought you were doing pretty good on the shut it down tip, though. I thought everything was going all right all there. Right, so here's what happens what to happened? me, dude. Like, I, I, you know how like when, when, when you're doing this, it's like, well, then you have a cheat meal, right? Otherwise, you'll like totally break. And I used to be really good at that, where I was like, all right, so you know, you're going to eat like this, and then you do one meal a week where it's like, yeah, you kind of eat whatever you want, and then you know, you move forward or whatever. But lately, what's been happening with me is that my cheat meal completely knocks me off, and it like sends me spiraling. So my buddy who's uh, like is a trainer down in Texas, and he listens a lot on iHeartRadio, and, uh, and his, uh, he's a great dude. I love him. And I've known him forever. And so he'll hit me up sometimes when he hears me talking about my weight. And he's like, dude, he's like, you make me sad, man. He's like, because. You make me sad, too. <laughs> like, like, on a regular basis. He's like, dude, he's like, this isn't that hard, man. And when when you worked out with me. Wow, it's pretty hard, dude. The vast majority of the country struggles with yeah, it. Yeah, you know, well, trainers, you know. And he was like, you know, when you worked out with me, you were so dedicated. You were good at it. He was like, you loved it. You were a gym rat. He's like, and it's just all fallen to crap in the years since I've moved to, you know, San Antonio or whatever. And, or Austin's actually where he lives. And I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, man, you know, I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. And he's like, you got to stop doing that. But lately it's been doing that to me where it's like, well, you already ate this, so you might as well eat this and you might as well eat that. And so what his suggestion was is he goes, Stansbury, I think we've seen the end of this movie with you. He's like, you're no longer going to be the guy that goes back into the gym constantly and works out. He's like, you're just not that guy anymore. He's like, you've gotten to the point where you're too far into life and it's over. He's like, it's over. He's like, so what I would tell you to do now is instead of a cheat meal, he's like, I like, he's like, I hear you too. You know, you're drinking your protein shakes. You're drinking your gallon of water. You're kind of spreading your meals out three hours apart. He's like, all that's great. He's like, all that is exactly what you're supposed to do. He's like, but instead what you may have to do is you may have to go 
I'm just Saturday and Sunday. I'm just eating whatever I want. He's like, and then just like give yourself the weekend just to gorge. And then Monday through Friday, almost like a half-assed version of the intermittent fasting. And he's like, I think it'll work for you. He's like, because you're just that guy, dude, where you just need the food. He's like, you need it. I'm going to disagree. I think what your problem is is that you're giving yourself a cheat meal too early. I think it's one of those things that like, yo, you kind of have to establish yourself, not just as like, hey, I've done a a day's worth of like clean eating or I've done a week's worth of clean eating. You truly have to be like, hey, I've made a habit out of clean eating and then you can say, all right, I'm going to divulge back into the bad habits because I already have those good habits replacing them. Then I can can have a piece of pizza and not let the whole thing go off the rail. I think if you do it Friday Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday, Monday's going to come around, and you're going to be like, dude, I just ate six pizzas over the course of the weekend. I, mm, I, 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 why would I go back? So um, I, I'm going to recommend two local businesses that are newer that I, I, I don't know, maybe you could, you could, you know, team up with or endorse or something like that. Um, <laughs> dude, apparently <laughs> that's the money thing you're saying. Go everything. buy stuff from, or, you know, uh, there's a mobile gym service. It's called Gym Guys in Canton, Ohio. Guys so with a Z. This is where they bring the gym to you in a truck, right? Yep. They, okay, so a, I've done this. Got a van loaded up with everything that you need. So I did this. I did the, like I've legitimately done this. I did like a four month advertising campaign when I worked at MMS. We did this, and people mocked it, and they were like, "That's crazy." And we filmed it, and the videos were online, and it actually did huge internet numbers for us, and that whole thing. The only the, the only thing I'll say is you just don't have a big apartment, and you know what I'm saying. I don't know if it'll be big enough if, for what you need in there. I don't know. I don't know what the size requirements are. Well, I, like, do they? Do you actually work out in the truck? No, 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 no. This is a, they bring this stuff to you. You can work out in your home. You can work out outside. Oh. They'll set stuff up outside. So, no, it's not like you're getting into this the is, to, Okay, no, then truck, this no. is different because what I had done in the years past is they the guy took a huge box truck and stabilized workout equipment in it, and he brought the gym to you, and you hopped into the back of the truck. They shut the door down, and he worked you out for an hour, and it was awesome. I mean, I mi- his name's Nate Miracle. I miss that dude because he was so Awesome. There's another uh, business which um, is relatively new in Canton, I believe, as well. It's uh, it's located on Tusk, um, right past like where the uh, where the Perry Line is, where it's there's there's like a marks back there. Who knows? <laughs> but Who knows? Uh, it's called Clean Eats, and essentially what that is, it's a meal prep service which you go and you say, hey, I want a week's worth of food, and they're like, okay, well here's your you know low fat chicken, blah blah blah, the first day, and then here's the second day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So you don't have to meal prep. It's got everything already done for you. You just go buy the food and eat it. And then that way you kind of remove the shopping out of it, the cooking out of it, all that stuff out of it. That's part of my problem, too, is like I, like I like to cook. I like that kind of stuff. But like it, there's only so many things you can eat when you're really trying right, to do it. And right. that it's just you get so sick of it. By two weeks in, you're just tired of and it. And I think that's one of the things that they kind of pride themselves on is like variety and being able to like cater to your specific taste as opposed to just like, hey, go buy some lean cuisine meals. These are actually like cooked foods that you can, you know, hey, I don't like that mango, you know, halibut. I do like that chicken, you know, you know, pescata or whatever it is. And they'll they'll give you, you know, options there. So I kind of wonder if that's going to be a profitable business model in Canada, Ohio. I mean, well, I mean, we're getting I mean, to the most profitable time of the year with them January. Right now, everyone's like, all right, well, maybe I need to get skinny. There have been... um. Like I remember the like remember that guy like his restaurant closed and he was like people he's like and, I, and he blamed the city he it wasn't that his restaurant I forget the name of it his, yeah, it wasn't that his restaurant was bad it was, it was like was... people in Canton just want barbecue and like they they they're not ready for this kind of food yet 
And I thought that was a little snobby and a little, you know what I mean? But I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've never tried to open a restaurant in this space, so I don't know. But I don't know, man. Like, I, there's, and then there's part of me that's like, why are you even trying to Just do be this? Fat, yeah, dude. Just do your here, right? Like, You've what, been fat, be like, fat. What am I trying to get skinny for? Like, the, like the rest of your life? <laughs> like, seriously, dude, it's 10, 15 years tops, and dude, the heart's gonna give out. What the hell are you doing? Just eat all the things. God, it's really hard, dude. You want that meatball sub, don't you? <laughs> Just meatball subs running through my boy's brain right dude, now. Come on, sheet. Help your boy out. Bring me meatballs. Bring two for the boss man, though, so he doesn't yell at me. He'd be so pissed if he found out I was popular enough to get meatball subs delivered, and he wasn't. Oh, God, he'd be so mad about that. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. You guys hang on. The Stansberry Show. All right. I like it. I like it. I love it. Rock 1069. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 1069. We're also online at WRQK.com. We had so much fun yesterday in the program. If you missed that show, I would podcast it. That one was pretty good. Good times. I don't always feel, you know, that way about it. I'm a little bit of a pessimist, and especially about, you know, anything I do. I'm always like that guy. It's like, ah, it wasn't good enough. Nah, it needs to be better. You know what I mean? But I uh, I did. I had a lot of fun in here yesterday. Today, too, though. Today's been pretty good, too. You can always stay up to date at WRQK.com. We have uh, some charge tickets for tomorrow night, Cavs night at the charge game. We'll get you uh, guys hooked up with those around 930 this morning. Trying to get hooked up with those. Oh, wait, I'll be there. But yeah, no, going. you should try to get hooked up with you're, those. You're going, right? Yeah, I will be there. Dude, I guess like some of these Star Wars viewings tonight are at like midnight or like one o'clock in the morning. Right. Dude, I gotta tell you, I would go. Like I remember like when The Force Awakens came out. It was Callie and I, right? Yeah, her and I went and uh that was at midnight. And I remember like going home that night after that and like I fell asleep and then I came in here for I fell asleep for like an hour and then I came in here that day was hard. But I gotta tell you, dude, for Star Wars, I would probably do it again. Yeah, I mean, you can push yourself through one day. One day. And I the mean, problem, especially since it's a Friday. Yeah, but the problem is, I gotta work tomorrow night at the Agora. Uh, and so, like, I don't necessarily want to do it on that night, but for, for, but for Luke. Maybe. And I, 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 I mean, Star Wars is one of those things, I feel like it's almost inevitable that there's going to be spoilers online. You can try as hard as you want to to avoid them. Um, but eventually, somebody's going to get at you, and I just feel like there are going I don't to, want it to get ruined. For well, me. what's going to happen is there's going to be somebody who hates the show, right? Who's going to want to like hate you, do something awful to me, right? right? And my brother was like, "Dude, you're coming here next week anyway. Just wait, and I'll go see it with you." And I'm like, "David, yeah, yeah, don't like, wait dude. You've known me. You've known me my whole life. You think I'm waiting to see this? There's no way." Now go and watch it with him, but oh, yes. no, I wouldn't. I would oh. not if I were you. I would not wait. If the, if I like this movie, I'll probably see it four times in the theater. Which brings an interesting question into play. Yeah. Okay, this is an ethical question we've tackled on this program quite a bit, and this is the jailbroken fire stick issue. Okay. Now I have one of these. Okay. Now you're not supposed to, but I happen to have one. Okay. And I would imagine that there is going to be a stream of this movie. Somewhat soon. Now, last the one, the like uh, Rogue One or whatever, it took a, it actually did. It took weeks before they had a quality version up. I was going to say the quality is what's going to make the difference there. Yes, inevitably there will be a version up online, but is it going to be worth it? I don't know. So there is part of me that's thinking, well, maybe by tomorrow afternoon there'll be a stream that's somewhat quality based. I mean, okay. if the scripts are already leaking and all this kind of stuff, I don't know. And I'll be honest with you, I have one of those things. And I have been a cord cutter. I've cut my cable. I have not. This is a true statement. I have not one time 
finished watching a movie on that thing or a TV show on that thing. I did attempt to start to watch The Dark Tower on it, and the movie was so bad I shut it off. Okay, so that was more about the movie, less about the less fire about stick. The, yeah, less or. about the fire stick. The movie was bad. But I am a person who owns one of these, and yet I don't like using it because I feel like I'm stealing because I'm stealing. I am stealing. That's what's happening. I don't feel like I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I really don't like it. I don't want to be one of these people. And yet I am in the back of my mind. I'm justifying it to myself because of how much I like the entertainment and because, I'll, like I said, if this movie's good... I'm going to see it three, four times in the theater. So is that enough reason or is that a good enough counter? Because that's their counter, right? Is that if you steal it online, nobody, you're not paying for it. Nobody gets paid. Well, most people only go to the movie once. So if I go to the movie three times in the theater, three, four times in the theater, don't I then wipe out the fact that I stole it? No, because their argument's going to be much like my argument with the mac and cheese, as it would have been three, four times plus one with you having, you know, having to go watch it again. Um, I, I remember having this issue with music when, like, burning CDs was a big thing, and I can remember it's like, well, I bought this CD ten years ago, and now it's broken, and I'm just going to copy my buddy's version well, of it. The and interesting like, thing well, about CDs was is that if you bought the CD, you were actually entitled to make a copy for yourself for, in case. The, that one got ruined. Could I ever like? Could I ever? I could just. So I, I could just download Metallica for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, it's not right. So like that. That was always kind of my my thought no, was that like right. I'm still stealing, even though I bought this. I bought that copy. I didn't buy like an all time lifetime subscription to Master yeah, you of bought Puppets. That. I, I mean, bought, you were. I bought that copy. When it comes to CDs, though, that was the law: is that you were allowed to make a backup <laughs> of the CD you bought. You were allowed to make a copy for yourself right, in case but, that got but ruined. At, but at that point, I wasn't. I was. I was like, "Oh well, CD's already ruined. I'm going to copy my buddy's version." Yeah, Is that's that, a different thing. Know, that's I a mean, different thing. At its core, the same because it's like, well, I already had this content. But you're right. It's this. It's this gray it's, area. It's in the ballpark. It's not the same thing. It's close to the same thing. It's not. I, 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 in my opinion, I don't think that's the same thing. Now, some people don't realize that a lot of times, dude, stealing that kind of content is a felony, and they're going to throw the book at you. Well, and you got to think too. There's plenty of movies that you could steal, and nobody's going to care. Probably not going to care because it's not that big of a problem. But Star Wars, you steal and Star Disney Wars, they're going to care. Are going to constantly be looking for this. They're going to care, right? And they and they don't want spoilers out there. They don't want bootleg versions of it out there. I mean, they no. want your ass in the seat, in the seat, up at Tinseltown. So I bring this up because a masculine police officer, yeah, wants to make some changes to some laws. Okay. He wants to make resisting arrest a felony in the state of Ohio. He says in a letter to state representative Kirk uh, Schuring, Brian Muntean, Muntean, I'm sorry, I don't know the proper pronunciation of his name. He wrote, resisting arrest is a big problem in the law enforcement profession. Often it leads to injuries to officers, the suspect, and even bystanders who had nothing to do with the original incident. My department has had three officers in the last week alone injured during resisting arrest incidents. Wow. Three in a week, that is too many. He points out that resisting arrest is a second degree misdemeanor and enhances to a first degree misdemeanor if the officer is injured as a result of the resisting. So he says, it's a fourth degree felony in the state of Ohio to possess a stolen shopping cart, but to resist an arrest from a police officer is a second degree misdemeanor. So, all right. So I had the numbers wrong. They get worse as you go up versus down. So on December 8th, I guess another officer, Mike Manos, chased him after a man who had like had a theft warrant out, right? It was captured on the police body camera. According to the police report, 
the, the, the officer fell and injured his shoulder when the suspect broke away forcibly. So then he was then captured by other officers and arrested. So they, they're just giving you some examples of right. how this stuff happens. So the cop got hurt in this. And I got to be honest with you. I think resisting arrest maybe should be a felony. I don't I don't have too much of an issue with that. At I first mean, I was like, ah, it's overreach, right? And then I was like, well, wait a minute. Like, you're not supposed to resist arrest. Like, that's okay. Like, I'm not I'm not going to do this. You know what I mean? So I'm not necessarily worried about yeah, well, it. Well, yeah. And I mean, even from the sense of... It's. Not, I don't feel like this is like this is giving cops like a, a, a blank pass to abuse their power. I feel like at this point, this is just like no. It's it's a kind of a common sense protection for them. I mean, yeah, I I, I like this law, and I think he's right. I think that this you know this is a big problem. People get hurt now. I don't know the answer to this. I, I like. I think if you flee via vehicle, that is a felony. But like, if you run from them on foot, I don't think that that is okay. Now this is—we're living in a hypothetical here. But like, okay, we're at a you know a college party, and the cops come up, and everybody runs. Is that fleeing? Is that resisting arrest? I don't think that's re- resisting arrest. I think resisting arrest is they're legitimately like they got you. They and got you're you trying to handcuff you, greeting you, you know, Miranda, and you're like, I'm out. I don't know though. You're I fighting. guess I, I guess okay. I guess I don't know the technical definition of what resisting arrest would be. No. You're giving the cops a little bit of gray area there, and I think cops are always going to have a little bit of gray area. But yeah. but the thing is, is that like anytime you're going to be arrested, there's going to be that little bit of like getting like tossed to the ground and like handcuffed. Um, your body, you're going to fight back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be that natural like you're wiggling that human you're thing. And I, I, I just, maybe I just don't want it to turn into like well. Pff, Anytime that we want to just throw extra charges on top of somebody, but the cops already have that ability. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. If, you know what I mean? I was going like, to say, dude, you and I both know that will happen. That will happen. Somebody will be unfortunate, and that will be. I mean, dude, there's just dirty people out there. So, that's going to happen. I'm not sure it's a good enough reason to not protect all the men and women who are, you know, serving in police forces in a better way. I don't know if that's enough of a reason not to do that. It would be unfortunate, but you're right. It's already happening. Like, dude, how many, you know I mean? Dude, Biggie was always talking about that. Oh, man, that guy's dead. Let's, you know, sprinkle some crack rock on this, make it drug-related. And I guess maybe the argument to be made there is like, well, are we giving them more rope? Not necessarily to hang themselves, but are we giving them more leeway, more more gray area to, to... you know, to to be unjust in their arrests. The more I think about it, the more I'm all right with it. The more I'm okay with it. And I didn't want, like, my first thought was, well, I'm never going to resist arrest. Why do I care if it's a felony? But it's like, all right, well, that's, I mean, that's not just, just because you're not going to go through right. it doesn't mean that it's right to, you know, to apply it to every citizen in the country. But I don't know, man. I try to get the cops backs when I can. And, like, I just feel like people are just out to shame them and be awful to them. And that we, honestly, more often than that, it's we just take them for granted. And, like, I don't want to do that. So if, if this will help them, and it, it's, you know what I mean? It, yeah, I'm for it. When I start to think about the fact that, the, like, you can have a. What's a felony for marijuana? I don't know how much weight it is, but it's quarter not that. Pound. It's a quarter, dude. Right, like quarter a quarter pound, pound or of selling weed. any, dude. A quarter pound of weed is a felony, but resisting arrest from a police officer isn't. That to me, that's the system being upside down. Earlier this morning on the program, we talked about a 22-year-old kid from Youngstown State who showed up to try to have sex with a 15-year-old, and he had chicken Alfredo with him. And I kept saying to myself, I can't for the life of me figure this out. And a listener has written in and 
get written in, sorry, and has given me the reason why he thinks that chicken Alfredo was part of the equation. And we'll pass off that theory to you next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansberry and his boy Wonder Matt Fantone. At last, two heroes. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Online for you at WRQK.com. Fantone, I have a question, buddy. Okay. So our holiday party next week. Indeed. A week from today, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Um... Do you ha- do you have any info? Like, are we? Is there a gift exchange? Is like, are we? Like, I don't want to be like the one guy to show up and not like be prepared and have something ready to go. Like, are we doing like a what was it? The elephant thing or like a secret Santa thing? Or I do not think so. There's been no information presented to me that that's what we're doing. Yeah, but I mean, come on. But I've read the emails. I've seen the flyer. It has not been shown that like, hey, this is what we're doing. And I wouldn't assume so. Um, I mean, I know, I know the, uh, you know, the the boss man's going to be picking up the tab at least for you know some, some food and some uh, some drinks, but I don't think there's anything beyond that. I don't. I'm I'm a little conflicted about this. I dude, let me tell you what I'm worried about. What are you worried about? That. I mean, we are pretty much. I don't want to be like. I don't want to say ordered, but it's encouraged for us not to like hang out with one another in the building yeah like it's encouraged here that dude one department don't don't, don't talk to people don't build relationships and i mean dude it, it's kind of built that way i think at least partially so now we're gonna go to this christmas party and i'm gonna be like dude i'm not supposed to be your friend i think that so ru- like what that, am i doing here? i think that rule of 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 don't you know build relationships in the building applies to me and you more than it applies to anybody else in this building. I think that's a Stansberry Show exclusive problem. I think most other people within the building probably have a better relationship. Well, I mean, like, a part of it is our boss doesn't have a lot of trust in us in those in those conditions. He doesn't necessarily think that you and I are going to make the right decisions. Fine. First year, that's all right. We've, it's, we're coming on four years. Yeah. I mean, I mean, dude, how many times you got to see us knock it out of the goddamn park? This is the same guy, remember, that told me not to smoke cigarettes in the Hall of Fame parade. All you know right. what I'm saying? Now, we know we do joke about that. Now, when I first met you, I may have said that to you, too. But, like, yes, that is crazy. I mean, dude, you should... <laughs> like, here's what I... There's, this is what I've always said about that situation. If you thought he was dumb enough to smoke in the Hall of Fame parade, what'd you hire him for? Right. Right. I mean, like... <laughs> that, that, Come on. I mean, standing in the back of somebody's Corvette lighting up Marlboro menthol lights is a bad idea regardless mm. who you are there, dude. Cigarettes sound so good. Um, I'm a little conflicted about how this is all going to go on okay. Thursday. Um, this now? is this is happening at a bar which I also work for. Yeah. Um, so I'm worried that I'm going to go to this. I'm going to get fired from two jobs in one day. I'm worried about that. I'm going to go. I'm going to get too sauced up. I'm going to say something inappropriate. I'm going to cause a scene. And, and I'm going to be in the parking lot doing <laughs> snow angels say it's the most wonderful time of the year. No, buddy. I think the bar probably retained you. Um, and, and there's <laughs> there's a part of me. And luckily for you, you, you got three jobs. You got the charge. Got You're the charge, good. charge, dude. You're good. No matter what happens here, your boy can't get fired from three in one day. I don't think he can. I on your day off. Good. Craig, how'd you get fired on your day off? But there is, it's like... Either I'm going to go and I'm going to have one drink and that's going to be the end of it and I'm going to be there for an hour, an hour and a half and I'm going to leave 
or I'm going to go and I'm going to tie one on. And I just don't know how that's all going to go. All right. So I we are off this a week from tomorrow, right? So we took that Friday off. Yes, we have Friday off. The so 22nd. Thursday, the day of the party, will be our last oh, day for I'm the year. Hammered. Getting hammered, John? I'm getting hammered, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. Well, then, then gauntlet thrown down, buddy. I mean, if that's what we're going to do. Dude, like, you know what we should do? What is you that? and I should get together early. Well, I mean, we're going to be together early. Like, we should just drink all day. Just pregame it? Yeah. And just roll in. Roll and, up. And let it, it, well, yeah, definitely. And then, <laughs> like, like, let's let it off our chest. Like, you know, let's just go in, let's ruin the Christmas party. Just show up and be like, you know what sucks, Ben's place? It's this. Like, and just give them, like, the, the list. they be awesome. I think they're expecting that. I really kind of think that they're expecting that. I feel like this is a trap set for us. And I, I do agree with that. This is the first time in the four years of us being here. We've had, like, holiday things before where it's like, hey, we'll take you out to lunch. But this is the first, like, yo, we're going to a bar. We're paying for your drinks. Everybody's going to get a little bit loose, dude. And it, it is. It, I don't know if it's a trap in the sense of, like, it's all a right, trap. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. But I'm, I'm worried about that. Yeah, it's the Kennedy trap game. <laughs> the trap house. I don't think there's a way to win it. So earlier this morning, we were talking about this story where this kid from Youngstown State showed up, um, and he under the guise that he was going to meet a 15-year-old boy, and he had a bunch of stuff with him. And oh, the, one of the things he had was chicken alfredo, like pasta, like alfredo. And I was like, I could not make a like, hide or hair of it. I was like, what is happening here? Now, oftentimes, it's lubricant, and it's, you know, sex toys, and it's a bottle of vodka. Because it's like, that. you know, you're going to pervert out with this kid. Um, but you're right. The chicken alfredo is, is has been on my mind all morning. What were you doing with that, bro? And so one of our listeners tweeted in and said, the reason why the 22-year-old was asked to bring pasta and Sprite is to take away deniability. Burden of proof is on the state. Take away deniability. So, that he was there? That he was there for that reason. I mean, isn't it bre- So by this kid saying, by this kid, this a cop who was pr- presenting Yeah, it was an undercover cop kid, thing, right? It was a sting. I if think. he says something specific, like, yo, bring me chicken Alfredo, that proves you had the conversation. Well, I don't that, know what I was doing here. Right, th- that proves that you had, I mean, is that the point he's trying to make? Yeah, but why couldn't you just be like, dude, make sure you got, because the guy had Astroglide lube with him. The 22-year-old, had, I mean, why not just ask him to bring something like that like that's that. sex-related? That way, when you go to the court, it's like, nah, I mean, did, I mean, is it illegal for me to go? take chicken alfredo to a 15 year old kid today i'm not gonna recommend it dude <laughs> listen like i'm not saying it's illegal but i just don't think that's a good look local Bro, media eat it on the way anyway i think we all know that <laughs> so another one of our listeners nathan wrote in and says yeah. dude i'm shocked you haven't mentioned something it's all over my news feed it's like a, a huge story and you haven't talked about it all day yet all right. and i'll be honest with you i was waiting until tomorrow for it because I think that's when most of the news will really break is after the show's over today. But Nathan, just for you and a couple of others, I'm sure you have a, you know uh, some concern on that. We're going to tackle a pretty big uh, news story to end the program. That will be next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. Canton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com. And I cannot contain my excitement. Ask and you shall receive. So it was a few years ago. I made friends with somebody who was like a daily listener. We did a golf outing. It was a co-ed outing. I needed a female partner. And um, so I reached out to this this woman who's got like a really good sense of humor uh, via Facebook and this stuff. And so I said, hey, I think we would enjoy playing together. Let's do that. Her name's Serene. She's super nice. And so since that has happened, we've been like buddies since then. Right. Right. She's married. So it's not like one of those things. And, you know, I've hung out with her and her husband. Both they are both great people. And Serene's great. She's awesome. So she heard me t- kind of talking about how I was like let down about the fact that I wasn't going to be able to see Star Wars. 
And so apparently she had two tickets for the six o'clock showing tonight in North Canton. It's like a opening night fan event. I guess it happens like some special event. She's like, hey, I can't go. I'm going to gift you these tickets through Fandango. Wow. And like sent me all the information. She's like, here's how you print it out. Here's what you do. Here's my users, all this stuff. Just print, you know, print that stuff out for yourself. She's like, go tonight. It's at six o'clock. So you don't have to wait till midnight. She's like, you'll be home by nine o'clock and you'll be in bed. She's like, so the rest of us don't suffer tomorrow because you're tired. And she's like, you know, I just, she's like, you know, you do a great job every day. And I wanted to say thanks. And so she she sent me two Star Wars. Dude, I'm beside myself excited i'm i'm sure those were not easy to come by i mean i'm sure those that 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 six o'clock screening has been sold out for weeks i, I mean, you know I, I, w- know I would imagine the day that it, they went on sale they sold out. i would think so serena i know you. you're still listening thank you thank so you, much that was awesome and and honestly Sansbury will be considerably less insufferable tomorrow because of you thank you serena the entire audience thanks i will also tell you audience that i will give you no spoilers on the air tomorrow Okay. I don't want to be a dick about that. Good, okay? good man. I don't want to do that to you. I'll, you know, I'll tell you what I think about it. Right. But I won't give any like major plot twist away or anything right. of that stuff tomorrow. I think right. that's awful. I don't want to do that for this particular thing. Anything else I'd ruin. But Star Wars <laughs> is sacred. It, you know what I mean? This is a historical document we're getting to see. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, and is so, that like, what it is? You know that's going on. So right. again, before we get out of here, a listener kind of reached out and said, "Man, I'm kind of surprised you haven't been talking about this a lot." And I was going to wait until tomorrow because they're going to make a. I, I, apparently, they're going to vote on it today. But this is this net neutrality issue that's all over the news, right? Right. And if if it were me, I would want the internet to stay the way it is right now, meaning I can access anything I want, anywhere I want, from any network I want, and you know the speeds are the same and all that stuff. It's fine. And I got to be careful here, dude, because my business is regulated by the FCC. Correct. But that again is what allows me to have the opinion of. I don't really know if you want the FCC. You know what I mean? Like, that dude, just stay out of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, and so essentially what they want to do is they want to repeal this and then it will be up to the companies what you can access and how much money you'll have to use. And they'll, what essentially they want to do is they want to piece in part the internet out. So Facebook will cost you X amount of dollars. This will cost you X. Right. If AT&T has a deal with Facebook, they can give priority to Facebook in the load times. But if they don't have that same deal with Twitter, or it's like now they're you're- going to force you or if you have depending on your carrier you won't be able to see certain sites so if they don't have a deal with facebook maybe you won't be able to access them you do not want this to happen essentially that's the bedrock of this you the average person does not want to see net neutrality go away i don't see what the argument is from user perspective i guess from the company perspective it's more money it's money right right. but like where i don't see where like the anybody who's publicly supporting this i don't understand how you could do that as john q public I i don't i right i don't see the benefit for to repeal net neutrality for you're right for like you and i and ultimately, man, I'm not wild about this. Think about how many people access us via the internet. Right. A ton. This is going to affect now, my business. Now, luckily, you and I work for a major media company, which I'm sure will have deals with providers. But, I mean, imagine, you know. Uh, that's a lot of, yeah, you're right, right. maybe. But, like, I don't want to risk it. And I'll be honest with you. What do I think is going to happen? I think they're going to successfully repeal it. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, think they're going, stopping them. They're going to get it done. Yeah. And now, what is going to, I think, be the catalyst of like a revolt against this idea is once pornography gets affected. And I know it's like, pff, 
you know, right, dude. Uh, they've porn. picked every digital thing that's ever happened. Like, but, you know what I mean? They went with, you know, VHS, and that's the way, you know, that's the porn went with VHS, and so did the rest of us. Once once we, as a, you know, internet-consuming public, start to get porno- free pornography taken away from us. Oh, we're going to freak out. That we are going to freak out, and people are going to get pissed about it. And I think that, and honestly, I think I think, I think think Tory Lane may be the one thing saving us from net, neutral, or, you know, an equal net there. You got to wonder what porn stars want here. Right. Because they probably want to see it go away, right? Because um, then, they're, the, 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 cause then, honestly, doesn't their end money go up in the end? Um, well, I mean, it depends on what, what kind of deal does Brazzers have, or what kind of deal does Pornhub have, and what kind of deal. And here's the thing: is it's not like it's not like Phoenix and Marie is going to be the one who benefits from this windfall. It's going to be the guy who owns Brazzers. You know what I mean? It's going right. to be. Yes, you know what I'm true. saying? Yes, like, yes, absolutely. It's be. They're, they're employees like everybody else. Right. I mean, they're contracted in, but they're employees like every, like anybody else. I'll tell you who could really swing the hammer on this if they really wanted to. Who's right? that? Is Netflix. It's something like, I, I, I don't quote me on the exact number, but I read once, and this was m- like, I think a year ago, so I'm sure the numbers have changed now, and maybe they even have a, 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 like a stronger hold. But I was once told that something after like 7 o'clock at night, like 67% of all internet traffic is Netflix. So like if they, whatever they wanted to do here, they could probably get it done. But I think honestly, you, I, the little man, the user, we're going to get screwed, bro. Cause it's the government and it's what they do. It's all they know how to do. It's because that's how they line their pocket. You and I are going to end up screwed. We do have some tickets for Cavs night tomorrow night for the can't charge game. We'll pass those out right now. Take caller 25, 1-800-243-7625 on those. Aside from that, we're done for the day. Thank the dear Lord. Be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9, and I will have seen <laughs> Star Wars. Damn right. Get all that tomorrow on Rock 106.9. Good morning. The Stansberry Show. Or the God of your choosing. Best morning ever. Kent's Rock Station.